This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. To all who come to this nerdy show, welcome. Beckinsale Podcast is your podcast. Here, age relives fond memories of the past, and here, the millennial may savor the challenge and promise of eventually knowing what Joel and Kent are talking about. <laughs> Bacon Sale is dedicated to the ideals, dreams, and the hard facts of movies, music, and food, mm-hmm. with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the internet. Thank you. Wow, Zach. That was oddly beautiful, yet unenthusiastic at the same time. Yes. Because that is the audio recording <laughs> ah, of Walt dedication Disney. Dedication of the, the Disneyland. You were doing the voice. I did. That, right. was, that was good. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our love triangle show. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> not so, wow. like a lust triangle. So, hey, <laughs> did it get warm in here? Bit. My word. Thank you. No, it's freezing in here. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Callen uh, brought up a good one and said, one of my favorite love triangles growing up was Steve, Stefan, and Laura in Family Matters. Each week I would wonder if Steve would ever be good enough for Laura. Valerie Loveless Ilgith says, I love this episode, but I kept thinking that most of these characters need to take a break from dating Mm -hmm. and work on themselves. Then maybe the people at the top of the triangles would be able to know that they're actually looking for in a partner, and maybe the people at the base of the triangle would realize that they should just move on. Oh, we'll be having Dr. Matt do another uh, follow-up there. That was really deep. Yeah. And then we follow up with uh, KP Brown, who says, Ross Geller is the most annoying sitcom character of all time. (laughs) Rachel is the second least likable character on the show. Let them be together and let all the fun characters hang out together. Are there any on Friends? Phoebe's pretty fun. Are there, is there anything fun about Friends? Yes. Okay. That's a very modern take. But thank you, patrons, for your feedback. We love hearing from you. And uh, speaking of love, we'd like to give some love to a new patron. Nice. Aww. The patron's name. Here we go. I'm just going to read it as it's written here. Right, right. Cuckoo Kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. Uh, that's the name. Oh, Cuckoo okay. Kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. And uh, she is a tier one fan. Uh, so she's going to get uh, some behind the bacon stuff. Awesome. She's going to get the access to the bacon bits. And it's going to be a good time. Uh, although we don't do many things with the graduate on bacon sales. But <laughs> save it for our maybe graduate. Maybe she's like Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Could maybe that's that. it. Could be that. And we have a guest. hey Hey, guest. How's it going? Hey, Hello, guys. Josh. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I'm excited about this episode. Thank you for finally joining us. Yes, Josh is uh, a member of the Bacon Council, and he's here to join us today. And been a while. Why don't you introduce yourself to people who who may not know uh, who you are? Well, uh, you know, for for those who don't know who I am, I'm a podcaster. I've podcasted quite a quite a bit over the the years. I have a couple of podcasts: the Party in the Back, and then uh, this other show. It's it's the other the show. other show that I <laughs> that I do with uh, with my friends um, Kenny and Spencer. I don't know if yeah, know. I'm not sure what I go by in that I, show. I, so I, who yeah. knows? And, and we don't half the time, right? Also, a huge uh, Disneyland nerd. Yeah, uh, to the point uh, to the point of that's where I met my wife a year ago. So. Aww. Yeah. Beautiful story. It's you adorable. didn't know this, but if you do pay enough, you can marry one of the cast members There's, who's yeah. dressed as a Disney princess. What Wait, tier what? of fast yeah. pass is that? <laughs> Which princess? Uh, you, any of them. What, really? Yeah, you, Ken, have you not taken advantage of the Flynn Rider pass? What? <laughs> Guys, I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> Rapunzel, I'm coming your way. Uh, yes, we we are a big fan of Disney. But before we get into that, Josh, as as a guest here on our Josh show. Josh has never got the questions. He's never got the questions. So we're going to have a series of questions <clears throat> for okay. you. Okay. 11 questions. 
And these are uh, questions that are related to our show and Bake It Sell. So even if you don't have a strong opinion about them. Uh, uh, I'm just calling it now. He doesn't have a strong opinion about 70% of these. Well, if, if you don't. <laughs> you know me too well. Just, just pick one and you'll make one of us very happy. Okay. One of us, uh, grumble. Okay. It's like a BuzzFeed like kind quiz. Of, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. okay. I'm good at find those. Out if you're a Kent or a Joel. Okay. <laughs> Let's start, shall we? Which is better, Karate Kid or Karate Kid 2? Uh, Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Which is worse, Star Wars Episode One or Episode Two? Oh, Episode Two. Mm-hmm. Do you rate <laughs> movies special. using stars or letter grades? Probably stars. Okay, okay. He doesn't know uh, which movie. Which I like is, it or I don't. Which is the more America movie, Rocky Four or Independence Day? Uh, Independence Day. Josh, it's Nightmare for Christmas, a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Uh, uh, it's Halloween. There we go. Uh, Buffy or X Files. Oh, X-Files. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Considering I just watched the first Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Okay. Ever? Yeah. For the first time. Yeah, first time ever. Wow. Which doesn't know. Which movie is more Christmassy, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? Die Hard. People just don't know. Obviously. Uh, Phantom of the Opera or Les Miserables? Oh, Les Mis. Okay. Nice. Labyrinth or Never Ending Story? Never Ending Story. Wonderful. And How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. Ah, man, I think it tipped my way. Oh, way, very much which is, so. Which is unusual because I always thought you two were very much in line. In yeah. Fact, we were talking before the show how you've had basically the same life growing up. <laughs> yeah. Down down to our no trips lo- to SeaWorld. No longer friends. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, thank you, Josh, for yeah. playing along. And Thanks thank for being you here. for joining us. But, you know, that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? Huh? Well... We're talking oh about Disneyland Let's rides. Let's talk like this the whole time. No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so annoying. <laughs> Excuse you. Yeah, so, yes, I can't actually do Donald Duck. I can do Donald Duck with like a strep throat. Wait, no. Do that again. What was <laughs> that? That would embarrass. But I can't actually make out any words. Okay, wait. Uh, Fun fact. Set, set okay, the here stage. We go. Here we go. Micro impressions. <laughs> are set the my stage. favorite thing. Kid is going to do a Donald Duck. Oh, it was Donald Duck. No, was kidding. It was. <laughs> See, now I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's pretty good, right? Okay, now, now that you've cleared your throat. I have so much spit <laughs> in my cheeks right now. Now that you've cleared your throat, do you want to try doing a Donald Duck impersonation? <laughs> That's mean. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> that was Donald Duck spitting out Listerine. <laughs> Zach, was that pretty good? Though? That was pretty good. <laughs> wow. Okay, we've already derailed. You oh, guys no. had no idea that secret talent. <laughs> so we, ha, seeing as how I recently just returned from my first Disneyland trip as an adult, yeah, I had not been since the '90s previously to that. Yeah. One of the things we talked about is we wanted to rank Disneyland rides. So we have wow. 24 rides. We're going to be we. But there's more today. than 24. There are so several. You don't how, know that if you have kids. How did we pick these 24? Uh, we went in chronological order from when they when Disneyland began back in July 17, no. 1955. It, but we're not going through like the history like this ride started, this ride started. It's the rides currently still in motion. Yes, if yes. they're not currently at the park, we are not including them right. on this list. So, but I'm, a surprising many are still there. Yeah, they're the OG. Some form of an or yeah. in some another, form. Yeah. Most yeah. of them have had their updates and revamps, and that's fine and dandy. But we are <laughs> going to be ranking twenty four rides, which means we have eight tier ones. Eight tier twos and eight tier threes. I want to bring this up just as a kind of a precursor to everything. I can count the number of times I've been to Disneyland on one hand. How many? Because I went around the time I was four. Okay. I went around the time I was probably about 13. Mm -hmm. And I went as an adult with my family just this year. 
Unreal. That's the only times I've been to Disneyland. So, like oh. you guys, though, I mean, Zach, you had a whole podcast de- dedicated to Disneyland. I did. I know that. 56 episodes, don't how you many, know? How many times would you say you've been to Disneyland? I think I've been eight times. Eight to nine times. Okay. See, and I went... Seven, I went eight times just this past year. Wow. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I have some footage, you know, to show, but. But no, you have like know. a season pass then? Uh, yeah, I had a season pass wow. that I bought. And, and you live here in Utah. Live here in Utah. So, I, I mean, it took some dedication for me to to actually like pay for airfare and get down there. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's the whole experience. But uh, yeah, eight times. Wow. Just this year. Yeah. Just like, this total, year. would you say like ballpark? Uh, total. Oh, gosh, I'd probably say at least 30 to 40 times. Wow. I've never sat down to like go over each each trip. But yeah, about probably 30, 40 times. And Zach, are you in that ballpark or are you? Oh, I've maybe been half a dozen times. But half a dozen, like six. But yeah. the parks you've been to are more diverse. right? Well, I've so, yeah, I've been to uh, Walt Disney World mm-hmm. uh, in Orlando. I've been to uh, Shanghai uh, Disneyland as well. Right. Um, and I'll have. Oh, and then I've been to Disneyland Paris. So like, oh yeah, Paris. I went to Paris. Yeah, Euro Disney. So yeah, I've been to some of the international ones, uh, and obviously Walt Disney World. Um, only one time each to those, and so it was kind of like a you know I'd go to Disneyland and then I'd go to another park. What's the best? Objectively, it's yeah. Walt Disney World. Anybody who says uh, otherwise is nostalgic, because Disneyland wow. itself is the most nostalgic park. Yeah, but in my opinion, like everything is just more refined. In oh, Disney World. Okay. But they have been it, updating it, a lot of the Disneyland rides yeah. to be match kind of the Disney yeah. World you could, ones. You could argue that Walt Disney World lacks charm. And, all, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's fine. But it's also nicer place to be in. Because okay. the paths are wider. The queues are longer. You don't have to go in the worst back and forth switchback chains of, of Peter Pan. Oh, There's actually yep. a super nice line of Peter okay. Pan in, in gotcha. Florida. But Is there such thing as a super nice line? Yes, it's awesome. Uh, there's several in Disneyland. We'll talk about them. But overall, I mean, you cannot deny the magic and charm of the original Disneyland. There is always something for a Disney nerd. Um, I'm, I'm sure you probably agree, Josh. There's oh, yeah. always something going, Walt was here. You know, that, yep. that and Disneyland will always have that over any park. Okay. Because Walt, he passed away, it? what, 20 years before? Well, his head is frozen. Well, and Walt Disney World opened up. Where? Haunted <laughs> Mansion? Yes, it's kept in the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Yes, it's, it's the mm-hmm. hat box ghost. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. That's horrifying. <laughs> Back and forth. It's yeah. a joke's going to bake itself. Oh, and I do have one more caveat, gentlemen. Yeah. Since I've only been three times, and since one of those times I barely remember because I was like a four-year-old, I am adding a new tier, and it's called Tier X. What? Mm-hmm. Tier X for me are the rides that I have not gone on or that I don't remember going on. And so while I will never go over the eight, I may not reach eight in some Okay. Containers. Interesting. You, you well, should have just uh, gone to a YouTube video and guessed. Oh, I watched I watched all the ones <laughs> I missed out on and I was like, I can't I can't really give a valid thing here because I appreciate that. Yeah. Maybe it feels fun, but it doesn't look fun. Right. So yes, I, can, I have I can. a tier X on a number of these and I'm gonna tell you the number. You're just gonna have to figure it out as I go. I'll, okay. do the, I'll do the math here. I can confidently say I've ridden every ride on this list. Yeah, same. I've, yeah. I've experienced every attraction on this list. Yes, and we are going uh, for the record. We're going from opening day in 1955 up to 1995 with Indiana Jones when that was last built, and we did that just because that was the nice cutoff point of 24, yes. so we could have a part two show later on if this goes well. And uh, I'm pretty sure people like Disney. We'll see. Well, uh, we'll see if people listen. I'm pretty sure people are tired of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to get sued. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yes, intellectual property is going to have fun time with this one on YouTube. But let's talk about Disneyland real briefly in general, shall we? 
briefly because I know we could. There are podcasts out yeah, there who maybe this, this isn't that podcast. This but is kind of the what Cliff's he got version. So just just from my point of view here, so people were writing letters to Walt Disney saying, "Hey, we want to come visit Walt Disney Studios," and he was like, "Well, it's just a functioning movie studio. There's not much to offer fans." So he decided he wanted to build a little site right there in Burbank next to the studio and say, "This is a little fun place. We'll have a little fun place for people to play and have a good time." And soon realized, ah, this isn't going to cut it. So then he got like a huge orange grove or walnut grove. I think it was orange and walnuts maybe, but this huge grove. So they started construction of this park in 1954. And then they had this press event on July 15th, 1955, which was, I, I did not know this. I was trying to figure out where in the timeline of Disney movies this happened. And I found out this happened just after Lady and the Tramp was released, but four years before Sleeping Beauty was released. Really? Okay. So that's where Disneyland is nestled in there in, in the Disney movie timeline. Which is funny, there's no Lady and the Tramp ride, considering that was the one that like came out that year, like a month before Disney opened. No, it's there. It's at the uh, Italian place that you have to order noodles. No, no that's just it. something that and we kiss did. Kiss somebody? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not an attraction. Hey, well, I was attracted I'm, to it. That was some attraction there. <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, and this was the only park that was designed by Walt Disney. He passed away before any of the others came about. But the opening day was a mess. There was a really? lot of things that went wrong. He, Walt referred it to uh, referred to it as Black Sunday. For example, they had to decide whether they were going to keep the toilets running or the water fountains running. Oh no! In opening day in 101 degree weather. Oh no! And they decided to let the bathrooms have the water, and so then there was no drinking fountains, and that really kind of bugged people. There Jeez. was like construction was still going on. There was people's heels were sinking into the tar that had just been laid on the roads like there was a lot that went wrong you can read all about that sure like i said i want to go too much into it but then they had the second day and they tried to do it again and got it a little bit better that time disneyland has a larger cumulative attendance than any other theme park in the world meaning it has had more visitors than disney world or dollywood or Dollywood, yeah. yes, okay. we're gonna do that. <laughs> Only just, just. just I was gonna yes. say Save that was for my very brief history. I know you're the big fan Please? here. No, that's so, that's great. I did, mean, that that's those are the highlights you really want to know about Disneyland. Yeah, and I was just amazed that be, that terrible beginning has endured all these years and expanded multiple multiple countries. Right. I shouldn't say that that way. It sounds like a terrible experience is expanding. They they got their stuff together, and I am thoroughly amazed. Some may call Disney an evil, terrible corporation. They're like me, and, correct? You know, that, yeah. I could say that, but at the same time, they know how to run a park. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's truly the Disney aspect that is still magical. Yes, they had this immersive quality yeah. in Disneyland, and I, I experienced it as a kid, and then even as an adult, when I went back, I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. When you walk in this ride, it looks like the ride. It sounds like the ride. Sometimes it even smells like the ride in that yes. certain area. Cast members are dressed in certain costumes in the in that area. And I'm constantly amazed by how well they can manage people, manage lines, manage crowds, and make everyone feel like they're having a magical experience. That's U- it. Ultimately, Disneyland is best experienced by the willing. There's something that, you know... So don't bring toddlers? Yeah, well, <laughs> just if you sit back and go, impress me, they can. They absolutely can. Mm-hmm. But if you, you put yourself forward and say, I'm going to have fun here, I'm going to try, I'm going to engross myself in the stories or, or you know go along with the magic, as it were... It is a very rewarding experience. And so, again, like Disney is more fun if you invest in it because it'll give you that back. You've heard the phrase in Chuck E. Cheese uh, where a kid can be a kid. Yeah. Disneyland is a place where an adult can be a kid. And they are you often. Really, yes, they are. You really can kind of get that childlike wonder as an adult in Disneyland, which I think is amazing. Hey, and sometimes you find your fairy tale there in Disneyland. Just That's saying. Right. Oh, it's just so saying. cute. Just it is saying. very cute. Hey, did you know Kent's single 
<laughs> Apparently, I can bring a dowry and marry Rapunzel. So uh, I'll, I'll yeah. sell you some uh, tips later. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, is there anything else we want to say about Disneyland before we jump into the rankings? We have so many rides we should get into. Get into. Okay, let's start jumping through them then. And we're going to go in chronological order. Chronological order, alphabetical, if they opened on the same day, starting with the day the park opened, July 17th, 1955. Let's start with Autopia. Joel? Autopia uh, is in Tomorrowland, and it's a race car track Disneyland attraction in which patrons steer specifically designed cars through an enclosed track. This is a five-minute ride, and it's about a 30-minute wait. Uh, which is mm. going to be a little bit tough considering the amount of exhaust fumes you're going to is that consume crazy? during the wait. <laughs> because like this is the one we put the kids on, or when you're a kid, this is the one you ride, and it's not scary. Yeah, yeah. And you're being slowly poisoned. Yeah, for well, you're, five driving, you're literally driving on a track. You're pressing the pedal. You're steering the wheel. Yeah. But there's a guide bar in the middle, so you can't like steer too far out of the way. Yeah. And as soon as you let go of that brake, the car stops. Excuse me. As soon as you let go of the gas, the car stops. There's no brake. Mm-hmm. It just breaks when you let go of the gas. Yeah. Right. Golf cart stuff. Uh, by the way. Well, and, and and how how horribly did this ride like age? Right. Yes. Because when when Disneyland opened. Mm-hmm. This was right. This was even before Eisenhower signed the the whole like freeway freeway yeah. act and everything, right? And so this was the future. This is why this is in Tomorrowland, right? Okay. And so you know what? It, it is kind of weird. Like Tomorrowland, where you can drive a car. Five, like what? Three, three years after it opened, everybody's like, "Well, I drive to work every day." Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but for kids, there's something really yeah. cool about being able to do that. By the way, a uh, fun fact. The name Autopia is a portmanteau of the words automobile and utopia. Oh, oh that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was expecting to be blown away. <laughs> I've only been there three times. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait, did you go on it this last time? Because I'm pretty yes. sure this ride does not age with you. No, no. We I think went, when you're a kid, it can be appreciated. Can I, can I just confess something right yeah. now? We went on it, and we this is one where we, we were trying to use the, the lightning lane, the Genie Plus. We were trying to get that to oh, work. for this? Yeah, because well, that was what the app said to do at that time. And I'm okay. like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So we did it, and then I messed up on it, and we didn't get in the lightning lane, and we had to wait for it. And I, then we got on it, and I'm like, that is not worth the wait. Right. But then my kids did not want to go back on this one. Like, I had the opportunity, like, hey, we got a lightning lane for this one if you want to use it. And they're like, nah, we're good. Yeah. All my kids, even my little ones. Yeah. It's just not a thrill ride. It's, but it's nothing real special about it. Made my seven-year-old stepson cry. <gasps> How come? Why did he cry? He's a, he just couldn't figure out the like the, the not bumping into stuff oh, oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. and everything so he got really frustrated on the right yeah that makes sense okay so i mean that <laughs> sounds, sounds like we're all tier uh, three, unanimous three tier three. The board yeah it's it, it is this a is a waste three. this but is a tomorrowland waste of space yeah it, i agree but it is a tier three disneyland ride keep that in mind it's still fun oh it's, not, it'd be a tier three lagoon ride Oh, I really yeah. don't like it. My my wife makes it fun mainly because she tries to make it like bumper cars. So you're not <laughs> supposed to do that. <laughs> you're not supposed to, but it is the only redeeming value I have for this ride. So unanimous tier three all around for Autopia. There we go. And we're assuming it's going to be replaced here in what five years? We hope so. Uh, Fingers we crossed. Can only well, like when they when they literally come up with self driving cars, driving your car may become a novelty again. Oh, good try. No, nope, don't no, like this no. one. All right, next up we have Jungle Cruise. Uh, this is an adventure land, and it's a simulated riverboat cruise that takes you around Asia, Africa, and South America. Yeah. It's a very, <laughs> very concise it's experience. It's like the stereotypes of the world. Yes, and you're on this like 1930s little uh, steamboat that goes through the ride. And then, the, of course, you have the Disney cast member, the skipper. Yeah, right. They're why people go on this ride. It's true. This yeah. is a nine-minute ride, and it's about a 70-minute average wait time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was not that when I went. Good. Of course, I went in January. So, And oh, yeah. I will say, among the worst waits 
yes. in the park because you find yourself as you're walking through, it's narrow. I'm, I'm not exactly a small person. So you've got narrow walkways and you have to go upstairs yeah. and downstairs. Like you have to be walking all around. And when you think you're done, you're not even halfway no, done. No, yes. no, it's very, dis- you think it's short. It's absolutely We walked not. right on this. You lucky girl. We went right from the Tiki Room to here. Oh, we should clarify. We're not doing any sort of attractions that sure. you go in and sit down to like the Tiki Room. These are rides we're going to be focusing but, on. But, I mean, the Tiki Moving. Room is a dear one. So, um, go on. Being an, being an OG ride, they actually plan to use real animals for the Jungle Cruise. Probably not hippopotamus. Hippopotami. Probably. Hippopotamu. Yeah. He probably would have. How cool would that have been? That would have been amazing. Well, I yeah. mean, well, yeah, Walt wanted to use them, but, mm-hmm. you know, you figure out like half of those it's, animals are, are like nocturnal. He probably saw Jurassic Park day. as well. It's, he probably no, did. He probably, yeah. saw, he probably saw the Zoo at Lagoon and went, oh, no. It's, oh, it's the safari. Oh, oh, oh. That's a sad tiger. <laughs> we don't want that. It's the safari in the Animal Kingdom in Walt Disney World. <laughs> That's true. It's there cool. we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, but they have the skippers there. They they have a whole script. It's, it's dad jokes now, the whole time. Is the whole thing a script? Because obviously they say the jokes we all know and love, right? Yes. I think it's I think it's a little bit improv, a little bit scripted, and I think once they get like I don't know. So okay, so here's the history of it. it. Like originally, Walt wanted this to be like informational, like a nature documentary. Yes, here on the yes, left exactly. we have hippopotamus, also but, known as but Latin kind of name. like kind of naturally though, the skippers just kind of improv the their bits and everything. But then Disney being Disney, and sometimes, you know, they love to get in their own way, they decided to script the improv. And, oh, okay. and so, and it shows sometimes, because especially the last couple times that I've gone uh, on this ride, it's the same script. And I swear, like, they don't train the skippers as well as they used to. With comedic timing? Or no, what? because yeah. it, it just sounds like, oh boy. Here's a hippo. Here's the backside and, of water. I, I feel like you know, like Billy Ellish is like giving me this like tour of, of she's the now jungle. Billie Eilish from now on. Skipper, <laughs> duh. Yeah, I I will say this is a ride that is entirely based on first of all your love of dad jokes, but second of yeah. all the skipper that you get. Yes, it's if you get a uh, mediocre skipper, it can be a disappointing experience. You're like sitting Billie there, Billy Ellish. If you're sitting there going, I could deliver this joke better like this is this is not funny i did just see a, a one recently where uh it sank the boat sank it started taking on water and the people had to get up and it was like the it's, same uh, right on the time by we the way went. the river is five feet deep yeah but it's still right, right on the track you'll survive yeah. you'll survive and the water apparently is like intentionally colored and yes. cleaned and mm-hmm. so it's not it's not bilge water yeah no but you still don't want to swim i like this it. one because it's shaded and on a hot summer day like it's kind of covered yep i agree yeah. but then you get sprayed a little bit yeah. sometimes there we go i'm gonna give this one a tier two okay Sounds fair. Josh? I'm, I'm a tier two as well on yep. this. More so, I love going any time uh, of the day. Mm-hmm. At night, it's kind of fun. It gives a Is different it? element. All right. I think for me, it's it's the skippers. Right. Because I'm like, man, you know, if I'm working here at Disneyland, this is where I would want to be because uh-huh. I'm like, I could think of like 10 other, you know, jokes that, that would land much better. So yeah. I love this ride. Oh, you do? So I love the jungle cruise legitimately one of my favorites so this is a must every time you go must go Mm -hmm. um if much like josh said if i ever worked there i'd absolutely want to be a skipper one of my good friends rob foray was a skipper was he yeah oh he totally and he would have been awesome right i would have loved to seen him but uh, i've been on the ride with him and it's it's a good time i love this ride so much however i'm going to give it a tier two it got bumped from my tier one because like i mentioned 
the line experience is pretty pretty awful, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so skipper dependent. I've had skippers that I literally like <laughs> shook their hand after. I'm like skipper dependent. This is <laughs> this is so good. This was so much fun. I love this ride, and you did a great job because it's, it has such a variety of experience. I did bump it to tier two. However, uh, one of the things that I love is uh, when I fly to Disneyland, I actually have audio recording of the music that plays while you're waiting in line, including this, the little announcements. It's like now I'm with the jungle airwaves and it makes funny jokes mm-hmm. throughout much to the, to, you know, the theme of the ride. So as I'm flying to Disneyland, I'll always listen to, you know, gramophone sounding old timey music with a couple of uh, interjected jokes um, just to get myself in the, in the mood, you know? Yeah. So love jungle cruise. However, it did get pumped at you too. Okay. I feel like this is a Disneyland staple. I remembered going on it as a kid and really enjoying it. Going again with my kids, it was a lot of fun. We also really enjoyed it. It's not the most thrilling ride. No. It's no. not the most crazy ride. And the animatronics, some of them look better than others. And it's changed over time. And yeah. some of the stuff I, I will They've made some updates. Yeah. But uh, I, I do think this is a tier two as well. It's okay. one where I definitely enjoy it, but it was one of the later ones we went on. Now we have King Arthur's Carousel. This is in Fantasyland. And we'll just say these are all opening day. And if, if not, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when we change. They used to have 71 horses and one mule. It's now 68. They, they bumped it down to 68. This is the oldest ride. ride. This was actually built in 1876. And then Walt just kind of bought parts and put it together in, yeah. uh, for 1955. Well, even in 1922, it was, it was, this carousel was operating in Sunnyside Beach mm-hmm. in, in, in Canada. Yeah, about. this is a two-minute ride and generally a short 10-minute wait. Which is great because you walk in, you see the carousel. It's so iconic. You see the sword and the stone. Right in the front there. And the kid's like, I need to go on a ride right now. That's probably the one you pick. Yeah. Because it's it's right there and the line is so short. Well, and it used to be there was one white horse. Yeah. And then everyone wanted to try to ride that horse. So they ended up just painting all the horses white. But they all, all, each horse has like a name. Uh Like all of them do, including Jingle, the lead horse. That is Walt's favorite, and uh, this horse has very ornate carvings, which include straps of jingle bells hanging from a breast collar. So if you get a chance to ride jingle, that's apparently the special one. And I have seen grown adults like get in arguments about who rides jingles. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have. And it's... That's ridiculous. It, it all welcome goes to in the Disneyland. Same path. <laughs> it all goes in a circle. <laughs> Well, I mean, but the thing is, is there's more history than just being Walt's favorite. Right. It's also dedicated to Julie Andrews. It has mm-hmm. a little J-A on it, mm-hmm. right? On the, on so the- it's a special horse. I've I've ridden it, but yeah, it's... it's- oh, so you won the fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have yeah, seen exactly. two grown adults. One of them was uh, me. You should see the other guy. <laughs> All right, so, so Josh, given that... I was worried it was a kid. What would you give this one? Tier two. Okay. And mainly because, yes, it is iconic. Mm-hmm. I love the the line, you know, ten minute wait. That's perfect yes. compared to other rides yeah. in Fantasyland. That's a great line. Agreed. All right, Zach. What about you? Not my favorite. Tier three. <gasps> oh, not your favorite. That sounds like your least favorite. Mm-hmm. Tier three. Tier three. This is a non-required ride. I only rode it. Uh, I think maybe for the first time ever when I w- yeah. went with my stepkids. Because wow. I, you know, because they're kids, right? But there's a there's a charm. I to like a well-functioning carousel, right? Sure. And watching it, watching your kids go on it, is, yeah. is hearing a great it, joy. The, yes. the music is is lovely, but it is. ultimately, I'm, I'd rather go on other stuff. We I went. Get you. We went to try to pull the sword out of the stone multiple times, which is right in front of the carousel. You, did you think you were going to get it? I was so wanting. We had we had my whole horde of children there, and I thought surely one of them will be able the to chosen pull the sword one. from the stone. <laughs> None of them did. Disneyland yeah. hated us that day. Oh. It's only been out once, and it was a couple years ago. Somebody actually pulled the sword out of the stone. Oh, that's the one the guy that broke it. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. like jerked it around and pulled it out. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Disneyland security got him. Yeah. Uh, no, this, but this is 
sadly, one of the ones that I chose to not go on when my kids went on. Because I was like, it's just a carousel. It is. So I gave it a tier three. I watched my kids okay. go on this one. I enjoyed seeing them on it, but I did not go on it. See, I think for the location, it's almost a tier one because it is just, you walk down Main Street, you kind of get there and you're like, this is amazing. But it's a tier two because it's still a carousel, but it's a, it's a good one. For me, it's yeah. like a Ferris wheel. I don't want to go on it. I hear you. I'm glad it's there for the visual aspect. Yes. Yeah. Totally you agree. just need to ride on jingles. That will change your tearing. <laughs> I will say, riding on the carousel with, uh, you know, like a, a three and a half year old child. Yeah, that did make it very yeah. magical. And all of them. This isn't like Lagoon where some are stationary and some aren't. Yeah. All of them move, which makes mm-hmm. it a better experience. Next up, we have Mad Tea Party in Fantasyland. These are three small turntables which rotate clockwise, each holding six teacups within one large turntable and rotating counterclockwise. Okay, this is a ninety second ride. And there's about a 15 minutes. It's only minute, 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Uh, the song plays about four times on loop in that time. <laughs> the song. You can call it a song. <laughs> Could you imagine being an employee working this ride rotate, for hours? They rotate those employees a lot. They'd have to. Because you would go mad. You would go mad. But I do like that the line is so short. This is like one of those true Disneyland staples. For me, whenever my family would go when we were kids, it's like, hey, if you get lost, meet at the teacups. Like I have memories because I'm like, okay, and I'll just be on the teacups. the teacups and not like at King Arthur's carousel? I don't know. It's a pretty open area as well. Okay. So. Yeah, between the teacups. Uh, I went about three years ago, and I'm a little too big for this ride now. Your legs are a bit long, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I had to go mm-hmm. and sit sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, like, your legs are like the straws sitting up out of the cup, of the teacup. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. coffee straws. Also, vertigo when you're older. Not fun. It's not fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, I prefer psycho. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs> they, they have actually kind of restricted how fast you can go they on have. this ride. Yeah. In 2004, there was an incident uh, with a, a disabled rider who lost their balance and then let go, and then it just started spinning like crazy, wow. and they got injured. Jeez. So they slipped from the teacup. But So they, they have locked it down a bit. There's brakes and clutches, and you can't spin it as fast as you used to. Okay, that makes sense. Which is probably good, because this one gets me real sick. I'm giving it a tier three, because it is a spinny ride, spinny ride, spinny ride, and this is the only this is the other one that I chose not to go on, but let my kids go on. The spinniness gets me now, but up until the most recent time I went, this is a must ride for the length of the line, for the iconography of the ride. It is very iconic. This is a tier one for me. It's scraped into the tier ones. See, I will take my picture in that teacup just outside the ride. I get you, yeah. And then you know, but you you're the, like, oh, I can't. I'm so well, nauseous. I'm actually here with you. It's a tier one for me. Yeah. Wow. And and but here's the thing: is it what a did tier? You kick out a tier one for I this? I know. You'll see. Uh, yeah, you'll see. It's a tier one mainly because I love riding this at night. The ambiance. I do get less of sick at night. The the lanterns and everything on top. It's a, it's and a nice it's area. Just mm-hmm. it. That's ma- that's Disney magic. I also, isn't it, it feels, it's just a little sunken in. It is. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, there's something it's cool It's like a hollow that. area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I love that aspect of it, but I will bypass it like during the day. Sure. Like I don't, it's just, eh, it's just another carnival ride. Mm-hmm. But during the night, that's Disney magic for me. I agree. To a T. So it is a tier one. Zach? This is a tier one. Yeah. Right? Yes. What? Joel. This is amazing. It's getting me sick. Why is it a I, tier one, Zach? I did not go to Disneyland until I was 22. The first time I ever went, I was Jeez. an adult. 
And I remember that was growing just last up, year, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> As a kid, you saw the every time you saw a commercial for Disneyland, you saw kids running down Main Street mm-hmm. with holding hands with the characters, which is not real. And you saw <laughs> it is if you try hard enough. Kids on. <laughs> you, get, you get that shot right before security gets you. It's it's magic. <laughs> Is that you strangling <laughs> Donald? Donald you're chasing Donald. You're running for his life. Hulking out over here. Um, so you saw the kids walking down the main street with the with the characters. You saw the kids on Dumbo, and yeah. you saw them on the teacups. That's true. And they they are just this image ingrained in my mind of what Disneyland is. And then I go on the ride, and you can have a lot of fun with this, even without making it a spinny ride. One yeah, of my favorite true. things to do. It's a spinny ride, even if you don't spin it. What one of my very favorite things to do is to pick a point. And to always stick to that point. So I spent all of my time like making myself just go in a straight line There's all the way through the ride. a lot of effort, little it is. Huh. it is. That's a workout. It is. But it's a lot of fun. Um, I, went, I went on it with my... You should uh, write a book or do a video like Disneyland Workouts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you're walking miles a day anyways. Um, yeah. Strengthen your ankles for yeah. when you step on the track. Oh. Do Autopia with your knee. <laughs> yes. So I, I think this is it's signature Disney um, yes. and is probably the best Fantasyland ride, maybe. But Whoa! Mm, no. have to think about it. I agree. No. I have to think about yeah. it. I agree. No, 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 um, no, no, no. I love it. And tier one. Awesome. Now we have the Mark Twain Riverboat. Honorable mention as well to the sailing ship Columbia. We'll group them together here. Yeah, we kind of cut that out. But uh, this is in Frontierland. This is a paddle steamer. Wa- uh, this is a paddle steamer watercraft attraction ride operating on track. This so is, no, they're not actually. The pilot up top is not actually driving it. Yes, he's calling. He can't steer it. It's on a track. The pilot but, is not driving it. The boat. But there is someone <laughs> down in the steam room who they they radio to like if they need to stop because there's a, a canoe coming across or the the raft to Comstock Island. Yeah, can you slow it down? So, so this is a 12 minute journey, and the boat departs every 20 minutes. It holds 400 people. So kind of if you if you wait in <laughs> line. You just get on the platform. Fun fact: When it opened, they didn't have a, a li- like a capacity limit. Oh no! So they just had a bunch of people on there, and when they all went over to one side to check something out, the the boat listed and a bunch of water came on. It's like okay, we'll lower it down to four hundred, and then they got stuck in some mud at one part. And yeah. Like, okay, we're going to lower it down to three hundred. That's huh. the capacity. I always saw this as more of a visual representation of a boat rather than a ride to go on. I'm like, cool, that's a cool feature that they have. Yes, it's nice to look at. Yes. It, when it makes an appearance in the Phantasmic show. Yes. Always good to see. Yes. But the first time I went on this was 2019, and I'm like, why not? And it was cool to see like these back areas of Disney mm-hmm. that I was like, why don't they convert this into something better? You know, all of a sudden it becomes some land magnate. I'm they surprised did. they haven't, yeah. honestly. They kind of like, did. With Captain Star, Jack's with Star like Wars Black Land? Pearl in there or something. More or less. Yeah. yeah. You've got the, the railroad that goes around that area, which we're not talking about the railroad, by the way, because it's transportation. Yeah. But also... Yes, um, transportation, not amusement. Yeah, they, they changed the path. I mean, it was closed for some time while they were putting in Galaxy's Edge because they had to change mm-hmm. the path. But you don't really get to sit down on this one. It's not fun. It's just kind of a, a deviation for the day. And so for me, this is a tier three. I, I I will say this. One thing that I really did like about the Mark Twain is when I went to Marius Nights a couple years ago the Mark Twain during the Christmas. Or the Mark Twain, the boat? The, the, the boat. Okay, to make sure. <laughs> so during Marius Nights, they actually had a jazz band mm-hmm. that played Christmas oh, cool. music on it. And again, the ambiance, it was at night. It was one of my favorite experiences. Okay. And, they, and I found out actually later that they used to have jazz bands oh, like or bands time. that yeah. would play on the Mark Twain during Def rides Leopard in the early fantastic. <laughs> um, so for, rock. for that alone, <laughs> plus Fantasmic and what they and how yeah. they utilize that yeah. uh, tier two. 
Okay. Because it is a tier three. So it bumps up to tier two. Yeah, exactly. So oh. tier two for me. Okay. The thoughts on Columbia? I don't think I've ever really seen it out, yeah, out on, on the river. Yeah, I've been on both. Um, so, is there a better which one? Is one better than the other? It's interesting to go underneath in the sailing ship because it's like, oh, look, tiny quarters. Uh, okay. But as a taller person, I'm like, those are called is- dimes, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the with the sailing ship Columbia, you get you get less shade. Okay, and so it yeah. is a hot experience. Yeah. Um, but I I'd give this a tier three. I mean, I I do think that uh, it's charming. I love to look at it, but I I have no need to go on it. So mm-hmm. tier three. This is my first tier X. Oh, oh yeah. I, not, I don't remember going on it. I didn't go on it this last time. I have been on an actual paddle boat in the Mississippi or the Missouri River. Crap, okay, River. take it one. easy. But I, and that was like down. It was it was a fun. It was actually kind of fun. But then I got kind of boring, and I kind of went, yeah, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care to do it here at Disneyland, especially since it's like a twelve minute ride. Yeah. And when you're trying to hit ride after ride after ride, that's a big stop. Yeah. Which you know, if you want a sitting break, sure. But I I didn't go on it, so I can't rate this one. Okay. Now we have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Tally ho! Uh, this one is uh, so the original one was in 1955, but then they revamped it, and the one that's there now was in 1983. This is in Fantasyland, and you are Mr. Toad, and you're going on this wild ride, recklessly careening through the English countryside of London, and then hell. <laughs> you go to hell in this ride. You literally. We're do. saying the word because you so, go to the place. It's the place we're talking about it literally, and it's it, literally like there's heat being yeah. pumped in because you speed or something, and you get tried and sent to <laughs> hell. The, the, the judge crashes you. Oh man, you, railway tunnel. So you this is, is a two minute ride, twenty minute average wait time mm-hmm. on a good day, I'd say. Website. Did you guys watch The Wind in the Willows growing yes. up or The Adventures all of the time? Nope. About Mr. Toad. Yeah. All the he time. He was so annoying. I watched mm-hmm. it all the time and, and Winky. The and thing I love about this, it feels like a high school stage production or like a, a ghetto haunted house because <laughs> it's just like wooden boards yeah, just kind of you pass through pictures. them. But the track is fun. I it think the track fun. is fun to be on. And the cars are cool. And this was this is back in the day when Walt Disney was not big on roller coasters. He was like, this isn't going to be good for the children or the elderly. So he did this dark ride, which was a little bit crazy, but yeah. not too crazy. Yeah. And that burst of heat, especially on a on a cool California day, like... It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Especially for the temperature change. Yes. You like it. Yeah. So, so what do you give it? I give it a tier two. Okay. And mainly just because it is nostalgic for me mm-hmm. for, for fantasy land. I do like that ride. It is fun. It's not that long of a, of a wait. Right. Which really helps in, in factoring a lot of my, my tiering here, to be honest with you. But yeah, tier two. I think it's a tier three. However, it did, it did barely get bumped. I think it's fun. I think it... For the Fantasyland dark rides, it, it is a good time. However, I don't think there's a lot of connection to the IP. And I also feel like it's become a hipster choice. I feel like this is a... I get you. I like Disneyland because this ride is only at Disneyland. You probably don't ride it or know what it is. And I like it. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> but I have bad associations with it now. I feel like it's a Disneyland hipster thing. I don't get the hipster thing. You uh, don't talk to the circles that I do. That's um, true. Yeah, people are overly passionate about it. I'm like, ah, calm down. It's okay. But it did, however, get bumped to tier three for me. Well, let's be honest, though, because like anybody past like Gen X probably never right. watched the cartoon exactly. as a kid. So and I did a lot. Yeah. I did a lot. So for me, this is a tier two. Yeah, sure. Uh, in fact, uh, most of these dark rides are tier twos because, you know, it's that nostalgia. Oh, this is fun. But none of them are like thrilling or overly fun. Like I'm uh, once and I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I need to go on it multiple times. Except for maybe one of these. Yeah, tier two for me as well. Now we have Peter Pan's flight. 
Uh, this one uh, was, once again, originally 1955, but they redesigned it in 1983. In fact, uh, most of Fantasyland went through a huge revamp in 1983. They, they completely remodeled Fantasyland mm-hmm. and moved it, part of it, as well. This is a uh, two- to three-minute ride, and the wait time average is about... Oh, I think you need to put a reservation for three days. <laughs> oh, God. It's always wait so busy. long wait. It's, it, it says 47 minutes. That's on the low Ma- end. Yeah, magic morning hour. You go there. It's instantly. And it's cool. deceptively, deceptively long line. Because it's, it, you're so close to the other people. In line. And you do this little back and forth switchback the whole time. Guys, why is it such a long line for this? Because you're boarding a three-passenger miniature galleon. Three-passenger. Which is That's suspended generous. from a track on the ceiling. You're flying through the air. Ow. <laughs> but, my head. But why is this essential Disneyland? I don't get that. Because it's absolutely fantastic. This is a tier one for me. This is the only dark ride I think maybe I've given a tier one. I love this ride. This is one of the ones I remembered as a kid having that magical I'm flying. This is an amazing moment. And then going out as an adult still had that same feeling. It didn't feel rickety to you? No. Pretty good soundtrack, though. Amazing. But yeah, when you're going over London, it's like, you can fly. You're like, yes, I can. Yeah. (laughs) Think of Batman pooping snakes. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I do like the depth perception of this ride. Yeah. I think it's 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 very clever. And then just tells the story of Uh, Peter Pan. Back on the old podcast, I talked about, uh, you know, all the tricks that Disney does, the forced perspective and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Zach, what do you give it? Oh, I give this a tier two. Okay. Um, It did get bumped from tier one because ultimately it is a pretty miserable experience when you're on the switchbacks. However, that was, yes. that was a big downfall it's, was how long it was all day. All, all day. We were watching the app and all day. This had at least yes. a 45 minute wait. However, knowing that they did build in the, the game that you can play online. Yes. Where you look at for, you know, look for all the various shapes My hidden around there. A little that, yeah. uh, highlights magazine mm-hmm. for you, um, which does help. reference. It is fun, but uh, it becomes a tier two for me. Yeah. No, that doesn't help at all. No. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to get some flack over this. Go on. This is this is this is a hot take. Don't do it. Tier three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Tier three. You go to the end of Wendell Willis Because as well. <laughs> with all that buildup, with a 45-minute wait buildup, you better wow me. And there's nothing wow about flying over like... Yes, there is. ...lights of London or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's Christmas so lights. Fun. And characters that barely move. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by yeah. the way, the original plan when they designed it was there they were Peter Pan flying through yeah, the air. So and then no guests Peter. got off and they're like, where's Peter? Okay. It's a tier two. Kind of all over the board there. A little bit. Now we go to Snow White's Enchanted Wish. It used to be Snow uh, Snow White's Scary Adventure. Yeah. It, oh, oh! But if I could go back in time and ride this on the original ride, because it looked terrifying. Go on. Like you go back, you can go back and see videos of like what the original white ride was. But this was intended to be the scary ride at Disneyland. And the witch is you're going through the scary forest, and the mm-hmm. witch keeps popping out at you. And the the animatronics back then definitely looked a little creepy. Awesome. Once again, this is the ride where it's called Snow White's... Enchanted Wish now. Enchanted Wish yeah. now. But back then, it was like Snow White's uh, Scary Adventure. But you're Snow White going through the ride. And people mm-hmm. get off and they're like, where's Snow White? They did try to balance out the scary and appeal appeal to the three-quarter audiences of teens, adults, and kids. But this is a fun ride. It's, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, walk, it's a walk through. It's I, a dark ride through. I do Cinderella think Star, the screens Star. they use and the effects that they have and just a lot of the production design. I think it's pretty cool. Yes. This is a two and a half minute long ride with a 25 minute long wait. I took my daughters on this when it was the scary adventure about eight years ago. And it was a little too scary for my youngest. Yeah. She closed her eyes through a lot of it. I'm like, but it's a Snow White ride. Yeah. But still a little bit scary. The squeaking of the ride vehicle was also very scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think uh, the update's good. 
personally. Yeah, the, okay. It, there is something visually appealing about it now with all the different visual tricks they use of holograms and lighting. Sure. And yes. There's that one scene where the where the evil, spoiler alert, the evil queen spins around and she's the old hag. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back and watch a video multiple times to be like, how did they do that? I wanted to figure it out because it was yes. clever. It's a, it's a tier three, man. <laughs> wow. I, I'm sorry. You know, maybe... I guess it's when it's it's when these rides take on the movie or try to follow the movie plot line. Yeah, there's just these huge gaps, right? I mean, the the guiltiest one is not in Disneyland. It's don't little, you don't you start talking yeah, about Little Mermaid? Let's, let's leave you it. Just little stop your right next time. You I'm just saying. Out. Shut your mouth, Josh. <laughs> I'll shut my mouth now until the next show. But okay. but it, it, it's just it's just lame. Like I'm not going to get on that ride unless it's like five minutes before the park closes right yeah and there's no line i yeah. only ever get on when you know you go first thing in the morning and you're like hmm, i could wait 45 minutes in line at best for peter pan or i could ride everything in fantasy land twice it's now, true now guys it, yeah. if the line were not an issue say you were a celebrity who's being escorted around by one of the plaid vests and but, you could just walk right up to the front would peter pan get a higher a higher tier no no still tier two three mm, high yeah. tier two but uh snow white for me is like i would only ride with my kids ever so it's yeah. a tier two and Joel? Kent, that's where they do the princess auctioning. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> Kids, you're uh, not coming. <laughs> uh, oh, I gave it a tier two. Tier two. Yeah, I, I put it right in the middle of a dark ride of like, yeah, that was pleasant and fun, and I don't need to go on it again. It's tier three. Let's talk about better rides, shall we? Mm. Storybook land, canal boats. Better rides, you say. <laughs> so you're on a, a boat ride on this one, and you go through a bunch of miniature uh Disney movies in, in, in buildings and stuff. This Essentially, is, this is Jungle Cruise for kids. This is where the Jungle Cruise uh, people who not, are not very good at banter, <laughs> this is where they go. This <laughs> is the motion. <laughs> Here we have the mystical land of Agrabah where Aladdin showed Jasmine a whole new world. Uh, this is the one where they opened it on opening day. It was supposed to, it was supposed to be canal boats of the world. They were going to have all these landscapes of, of all the different places yeah. in the world. But they ran out of time and money. And so then it was just kind of uh, some gardening. And they got the nickname the Mud Bank Ride because it was just very little landscaping happening. It looked terrible. The miniature recreations of the Disney movies, though, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's a tier three ride. That was, but that's yeah. about it. Super boring. Eh, but see, I give this a tier two. Oh, why? Uh, it's a, it's a tier two mainly. Well, nostalgia. Way, I'm, I'm with you. I also give it a tier two. Nostalgia. The again, like most things in in Fantasyland that are outside are much better at night. Yeah, like Fantasyland at night is tier one altogether doing this ride late at night there's something magical you about it you just get scared of monstro that's what it is you go yeah. through his mouth right at yeah. the beginning <laughs> okay no you make a solid point there i think this ride is charming and i've had good skippers but also from the perspective of like you know of a kid or whatnot it mm. is fairly fun magical the little you know dioramas or whatever they are they're pretty cool i like this ride too too this is the one my kids kept asking to go on. They're like, we, oh, want, we well. want to go on. Uh, we want to go in the one that goes through Monstro's mouth, but we never made it. So this is a T-Rex for me. Hmm. Wow. Okay. I don't I don't remember going on it as a kid. But did you go on Casey Jr. Circus Train? No, T-Rex. Oh, dang it. Yeah. This is one that I thought it was just another railroad, but it turns out it actually is a rideable miniature railroad that has a bunch of little scenes in animated films. Well, and everyone's fighting to get into the monkey cage. Yes. What? Yep. There's a monkey cage on the train. Actually, two or three, I think. A couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is a four-minute ride and a 12-minute wait time for this one. And it really is just kind of like a different perspective. Of the little miniatures. Yeah, it's it's going over the top of the miniature ride. Yeah. Uh, we uh, The last time we were there with the kids, we actually didn't ride 
the canal boats because we went on the train. So we're like, okay, ah, same, stuff. The same yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, just without the uh, music. I should point out this one did open on opening day, but it had a bunch of problems. So they shut it down and then they did some testing and, and repairs and it opened again on July 31st, 1955. So a couple weeks later, I'd rather be dead than go on this one. It's tier three. Wow. What? Oh yeah. man. No, yeah. I care. I do not care for this one. Rather no. be dead. <laughs> that's, okay. Maybe that's that a, a little, little strong, hyperbolic. man. This is a tier two for me. Why? Uh, again, nostalgia. Write it at night. Honestly, it's just it's the it's the song, right? The Casey Junior song. Junior. You get into it, and then you go. To it the, is a fun song. Yeah, yeah. You cannot help. You can't do but that as Donald Duck. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, don't say <laughs> I don't know how to say words. He has asthma. <laughs> I, um, I actually agree with you for some of the same reasons. I, I, put, I put the storybook canal and the, the train together uh, kind of in, in my mind as the same ex- similar experience. Sure. Tier two. I actually have a couple weird connections to this one. So uh, when I it was in my last relationship, we, I went on this ride and mm-hmm. we were, you get the celebratory buttons. It was like, I don't know, celebrating anniversary or something like that. Sure. And there are cast members try and create magical experiences for the guests. And this cast member who had been demoted from the jungle cruise or something was like, I'm going to help them out. So we end up sitting, me and my ex are sitting on the caboose and we're, so we're looking, you know, straight behind yeah. and, and we're riding along and it's like, okay, this is pretty fun. And then they, they're like, I'm going to, I'm going to make these people's day. You want to go again? I'm like, sure. Just stay on the ride. We didn't have to unload. <laughs> People in line looked at us so weird. Like, what are you doing? You're adults. Junkies. And I was like, okay, here we go. And they're like, have a nice day. Like they did us such a big favor. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's what is a magical experience. So that's why that relationship's over. Oh, Um, yeah. Tier three. I'd rather be dead. Yeah. yeah, Uh, But then fast forward a few years. I'm there with. It's that bad. Yeah. I'm there with my wife. And we're waiting in line and they're playing music and they're playing the music to a whole new world. Mm -hmm. And while we're waiting in line, my wife and I, because we're theater people, I guess, start singing the song. And we're like, my wife's like, we're extra. I'm like, we're not that extra. You're extra. Uh, We did the duet. We did the harmony lines. (laughs) We were the worst. Yes. But that was way more fun. Were you wearing ears at the time? No, I don't do ears. Mm. My hair's too good. <laughs> Agree. I can't. I can't do it. So uh, I that that was my last experience on this was like hanging out with the kids, and then the one before that was harmonizing with my wife. So I have positive associations with this. I think it's fun. Cute tier two. It's fun fact: the couple behind them actually rank it a tier three now. Yeah, yeah. truly. <laughs> oh, everybody was like, "These guys are the worst." I'm like, "We're at Disney adults. Leave us alone." <laughs> Now we have Dumbo, the flying elephant. And this came out August 16th, so a month after the opening mm-hmm. day, uh, 1955. It's in Fantasyland, and it's an aerial carousel-style ride where you ride in elephants. Is Dumbo. A two-minute ride with a 20-minute wait. And you can control the elephants, make them go up down. They, uh, they, mine was broken. They were supposed... Oh, no. Yeah. Originally, the ears were supposed to flap, but they just could not get that to work. Yeah. And this is the only attraction that can be found at all six Disney Castle Parks worldwide. It's really fun in Walt Disney World. They have a, a little waiting area. So they hand you like the Texas Roadhouse buzzers. Oh. And then your kids can just go play in like a, a circus tent playground. It's great. It's great. I mean, come on. Classic Disney, right? And yeah. it's very iconic. It's iconic. I don't care to ride it, though. My kids liked it okay. They went on it one time. They didn't ask for going on it again. It's a tier three. Done. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks cool. It's cool you can ride in Dumbo. 
But that's about it. You can get a picture of the demo. I'm with you. I'm with you here. It is it is a tier three. And again, it's kind of that same thing with Peter Pan. For whatever reason, if you're not there, like at rope drop, running like Which is when the park opens for those that don't know terminology. Sprinting toward the ride, you're gonna wait in there forever. They'll yell Mm -hmm. at you. Yeah. So the only time you can ever really ride it as an adult is again five minutes before the park closes. At night. Which is exactly when we wrote it. We, oh, cool. We were debating on which ride to end on because there was a bunch of different rides we wanted to do. And we realized we hadn't been on Dumbo yet our last day there. And so we're like, okay, let's just plan that for the last ride of the day. And then we'll go see this, you know, cool projection thing they're going to do on the castle. And it's a small world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're in line for a half hour for wow. this ride. And then we realized very quickly we're missing the projection thing. Oh, no. Because we're in that ride at Dumbo. And we were like, what are we going to do? And we were like, well, let's go on the final ride. Yeah. So we went on that ride. And I was so bugged because this was the last ride we, we, we went on. And it wasn't. It's fine. It's a spinny ride. But yeah. you're on Dumbo. It's iconic. I'm giving this a tier two. Okay. Because I feel like it is iconic. It is essential. It doesn't get me too sick. And it was at night. So mm-hmm. it was fun. And it was kind of a magical fitting end for our trip to Disney this last mm-hmm. time. I think this is a tier one. Whoa. It's an icon. You like rides that go round and round? I do. <laughs> this is a heart choice for you then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's an image of Disneyland. You think about the mountains, and you think about you know, the castle, mm-hmm. and you think about Dumbo. Like, I, don't, I don't even necessarily like this ride. You can ride probably a better version at Lagoon in Utah. No, Bulgy the Well is not better. But I'm, but, <laughs> oh. And this same ride vehicle or this idea yes. is multiple rides across, you know, the... Uh, flying carpets in uh, mm-hmm. in Walt Disney World, um, but it's still good. It's still fun, like classic Disney fun. I've never really waited that long in line for it. Okay, I can go on it with the kids. Good pictures. Like it's a tier one to me. Just be for for simply being an icon. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Next up is Alice in Wonderland. And this one actually came out June 1958, so three years after the park opened. It's in Fantasyland, and it's a dark ride taking guests through the storyline. It's a three-minute ride, 26-minute average wait time. Now, this one is kind of weird because it was built after uh, Peter Pan's flight and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride were there, Mm -hmm. so they actually had to go up, and this is like the first two-story dark ride. where I think that's what makes it cool. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like, I always want to be on this ride. Like, I think it's right near Teacups, right? Yes. And I'm like, oh, I want to get in line for Alice in Wonderland. And maybe by the end, it's a little underwhelming. It is underwhelming. When you pop out during the day. Yeah. Like, like Josh has mentioned this whole time, Fantasyland is better at night. But there's a section where you pop out of the dark ride mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it's the middle of the day. It's really bright out here. But the production design <laughs> is top notch in this Absolutely. Ride. Yeah. It is with like the Cheshire Cat and everything. That's always very fun. This one is also, and this is just my personal experience. But, you know, I've been to Disneyland before. I took my kids there. But this was literally the first Disneyland ride my kids ever went on. That will be their okay. their first ride they say for years. Did they like it? They did. And, okay. it, and it was a great kind of start in that way because it wasn't too scary for the little kids. It wasn't too boring for the older kids. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a showcasing, you know, the, the magic of Disney design. And it was that two-story thing was kind of fun, too. But I just think about that often, how just because the app told us to, because it was going to be a short line at that, at that right. point, we went on Alice in Wonderland for our first ride. And I give it a tier two. Okay. Because I feel like two. it is fun, but there are uh, better rides I after that. I think Tier 2 as well. Okay. And I'm going to go for Tier 2, even though the ride experience for me is kind of a Tier 3. I'm giving it a Tier 2 because my favorite Imagineer is Mary Blair, who mm-hmm. is the art director for Alice in Wonderland. And just stunningly beautiful to me because I just love her work. So that bumps it up from that Tier, that tier 3 to a Tier 2. Okay. So... Yeah, uh, this is a tier two ride for me. I think it's a fantastic dark ride. Uh, I would rather ride this than Peter Pan. 
I think it's more fun because I think it's a little more. So it's a step creative. up from dying, like Kent would say. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go on some big kid rides, shall we? <laughs> let's step outside of Fantasyland for oh a minute boy. and go to the Matterhorn bobsleds. This came out in I mean, uh, technically June Fantasy of nineteen fifty nine. It's in Fantasyland. I mean, kind of. It's border of Fantasy. It's the mountain that separates Fantasyland. It's from just Ireland. outside Fantasyland. Would you look but at that? Nice They're shut down. Oh, <laughs> why is this ride broken down so much? So much. Well, in fun uh, fact, when when they were building Disneyland, they they kind of tossed the dirt from the excavation of Sleeping Beauty's castle into this pile between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. And it was dubbed Holiday Hill, and it was kind of this picnic area with benches. And the problem was, is that, you know, it just got kind of lesser and lesser used. And sure. then it was started being used as a nighttime lover's lane, shall we say. What? Yeah, Disney, yeah. Walt Disney nice. was not happy Rapunzel. about that. So they, decided, <laughs> <laughs> so they decided to put Disney Skyway in there. Now, Disney Skyway is gone. Uh-huh. So I always felt like that was a dream that I had because I have vivid memories of being like 11 years old and, and going this, on. And I went through the Matterhorn. Yep. I saw a Yeti. I haven't seen the Skyride since because I call it the Skyride because it's basically Lagoon to me. Yeah. And I'm is, like, it's a cable car that so goes it, through it the mountain. So it did exist? Yes, yes. Disney Skyway did exist. Until 1994. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. And he ended up uh, building that mountain there. And that's what it was at first. And then he went to see the real Matterhorn, which is a real mountain. Sure. And then he sent a souvenir, like a, a postcard. He grabbed a postcard, sent it back to one of the Imagineers. Uh, Vic Green was his name. And it just said, Vic, build this. Walt. Wow. So there are two tracks to this. There is a fast and a slow. The slow one is two minutes, 30 seconds. The fast one is just over two minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's about an hour long wait. You're waiting for this one, and it could Unless shut down. Lightning lane. Yep. Unless use lightning. Unless it could shut down at any time, and that is why I give this a tier two because I always want to ride it, even though man, I have a headache afterwards. My joints hurt because it's so rickety. Been on it lately? Four years ago. It's. I mean, it's. I feel like it's gotten better with. Has that. it got better? Yes. Okay. So the, the track is much. It, it's an upper tier two because I rarely get to go on it, yeah. but I always want to. And for me, this is a pretty solid tier one. And for okay. a couple of reasons here. One, there's a part of nostalgia because this was the first scary Disney Disneyland ride hmm. that I ever did as a kid. Okay. And I just remember how like it was a proud moment. Like when I went on that because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be brave. And 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 it really they do a really good job of like setting up the narrative. Yeah. Because when you're standing in line, you hear the Yeti yell, you hear the 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 wind and everything and and then the the screams of of the other guests yodeling the, the piped the in lo- screams yeah. they do they actually pipe in screams like at that part yeah and and I I absolutely love that and then on top of that the the ride experience is much better in the past few yeah. years I love riding this at night have you ever gone when the fireworks are going yes it's fantastic and at night it's so great because you don't know where your your twists and your turns are coming mm-hmm. from it's which scary at night. can be can, can kind of be bad if you have a bad back <laughs> sure <laughs> especially when you're in your 40s but <laughs> but i love this ride absolutely love this ride. okay so tier one zach what about you i don't get to go on this ride often because it's always broken down mm-hmm. same thing as you but when i do it's Really just a thrilling time. I like the addition of the Yeti stuff that they've done over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, when that works, which it doesn't always, um, it works well. It's scary. It's super loud when the Yeti's like walking up behind you and yelling. Uh, but ultimately, this was bumped to a tier one for me. The lower tier one, 
literally only because of availability. Yeah. Right. If it was right. available all the time, this would be top two for me. Wow. Um, mm. However, Jeez. because it's it's hard to get on sometimes, mm. it did it? go down. It was between this and, and Jungle Cruise. So I put this one in tier one because this is, I think, my stepson's favorite ride. When we were going around, he's, he's seven years old, yep. going through the park, and we're talking about all the rides, and I'm kind of trying to hype him up for the different things that he might be able to go on. Right. And he walked by when we were in Fantasyland. He's like, what's that? And he's like, and I kind of explained it to him, and I, I talked to him about it. I'm like, yeah, there's this, there's this Yeti on there. He's kind of scary. Like, I'm trying to prep him just in case we go right. on it. And he, he was like, I want to go on that one. And he calls it the Mountain Horn. So <laughs> I want to go on the Mountain Horn. <laughs> Can we go on the mountain horn? And so I asked him, hey, you know, we were near the end of our trip. You can go on anything you want. What do you want to go on? He, I, I want to go on the mountain horn. Like, awesome. Okay. okay. So that to me, I have, I have that good feeling. And we were able to ride it multiple times together. And uh, so now I've got some nostalgia with it. In addition to it just being fun when it works. Yes. Tier one for me. One of my first memories ever, like ever, is the Matterhorn. Really? And it's because I was probably about four or five and we were standing in line, and I heard that Yeti growling. Yeah. I, heard, I heard Harold growling, as they call him. Which, by the way, the old Yeti, the old Yeti they removed him. He's actually in the Guardians of Galaxy, Guardians of Galaxy Mission Breakout mm-hmm. ride. He's yeah. in the collector's collection there. Cool. But they have a new one there, and he's, he's much more scary. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I heard the Yeti growling, and I, I was, did not want to get on the ride. We're in the toboggan, like ready to go. And I was like, no, 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 freaking out. So my parents handed me off to the ride operator. And she held oh, me no. through the duration of the ride. Now, this, no, this wasn't this wasn't like a like they panned her off. Like the ride yeah. operator said, "I can hold if you're comfortable with it. I can hold your kid." Well, during the ride, and they're like, "Sure." And that's one of my first memories is is her holding me. I remember thinking she's a nice lady. Yeah, and then being she protected of the me. Thing. But I've gone it since then. Also, this is uh, where Disneyland's first fatality happened. Yep, ever back in yeah. 1964, what uh, happened? A kid, a 15 year old kid, uh, stood up and fell out. And uh, died, like down the side. Or That's why they say remain the seated at all times. At all times. Uh, also, the year I was probably mm-hmm. the year I was there, a forty-eight-year-old woman also died, and I won't go into the details, but it was gruesome. And, and so this this definitely has an element of danger to it. Yeah, and yeah. It, it is. A, I went on this one twice when we went this last time, and I have to admit, the last time I had to kind of embrace myself, like, okay, I'm going to do this again because mm-hmm. it was a little bit rickety, a little bit hard to to function as you're going through this, and sure. it's freezing cold. Oh, we yeah. went too. That makes sense. I'm giving this a tier two, though, because it is a fun ride. Next up, don't get the song in your head. It's a small world. After all, this Love was this. built in 1966, and it's in Fantasyland, and it's a water-based boat ride taking you around the world with a bunch of singing animatronics. It's 15 minutes long and about a 35-minute wait. But what a good 15 minutes on a hot day. Oh, it's so refreshing. Oh, this was such a welcome sit-down yep. time. This is the best midday ride. Josh yeah. talks a lot about what's good at night. Yeah. Small World is best in the middle of the day. Yes, totally. it is. And fun fact, this was originally premiered at the 1964 New York World's Fair. That's Guess what, gentlemen? I found out this evening that hmm. my mother-in-law, she's like, I wrote small world in 1964 at the world's fair what yeah wow i'm like that's amazing uh, tell me more by yeah. the way this song is the most played song of all time yeah because it just goes on a loop yep uh, yeah. apparently with 300 audio animatronic dolls yeah. yeah constantly yeah it was originally going to be called uh, children of the world mm-hmm. that's what it's been called and it had like this soundtrack which was the national anthems of all the represented countries but when you went through the ride it was just this cacophony yeah cacophony 
Cacophony? Cacophony. Cacao. Bless you. Cacao bean. <laughs> but it was just terrible. And so then Walt went to his uh, songwriters, uh, Robert B. and Richard Sherman, and said, I need one song. You know them from every other Disney song? Yes. Yeah. One song that can be played in a loop, that can be sung in a bunch, bunch of different languages, and they came up with this a small world. And I'll tell you what, gentlemen, even though this is an annoying song that can get stuck in your head, it's a great song. It's undeniably it's not good. An, it's, it's not annoying. It's it's just one of those kind of like pleasant tunes that you're like, try and hate one. it. Actually, the best though is not only is it being sung in multiple languages, but the style of the music changes yes. with the yes. countries, and I love that. And this is such a great ride, and it's a tier one. One thing I noticed <laughs> this time going through too is they started they added little Easter egg Disney characters. Yes, throughout. Yes. Uh, they're a little bit different style. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, you can also uh, be like, on the lookout for. It. Oh, you've got Little Mermaid. You've got Woody Aladdin, and Jesse, Aladdin, Aladdin, Jasmine. Yeah, I like fun. to pretend that I'm an employee and I look over the side of the track at where uh, I could walk around and like prop the dolls and everything like that. I think it'd be really cool to work on this ride. It is a little bit. You, you got to check your angle. If you look sure. too high, you're looking straight at like the tiles. Yeah. Oh, no. I, and I, the lighting. I catch myself doing that all the time. And like, I love it. Got to keep the eyeline a little low. <laughs> but there's, this, that's the thing. There's so many places different places to look. Unironically great tier one. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. This is obviously for me a tier one, and this is actually my favorite ride at Disneyland. Wow. wow. Okay. Um, of all? Uh, of all. Um, you know, the AC, you know, during a hot day, uh, sure. that helps a lot. Yeah. Again, it goes back to Mary Blair. She is the, my the favorite designer. Imagineer. Yeah. This is her work, and it is just stunningly beautiful. It's so big. It's such a great experience. It's it's something that I've bonded with with my nieces and nephews over taking them on the ride. And then also during the holiday, during Christmas, when they convert this over to a, a small world holiday, mm-hmm. it is I don't think I've gone. Like I cried. Really? Like I I went on it for the first time last year uh-huh. and I actually cried. I credit the Matterhorn. It didn't matter. <laughs> Different reasons. <laughs> Which only ended up with my, you know, my niece just laughing at me. But sure. that's, a, that's another story. I like that you were touched, though, because it is, it's a cute, beautiful ride. Yeah. And, and just a little, little uh, quiz bit here. During the ride, during the holidays, Ariel sings Jingle Shells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there we go. Uh, this was one I mocked relentlessly throughout the years. Sure. This is one that I kind of talked down to my kids as we went there like, oh, yeah, we can go into the small world. We're really bored. <laughs> and then I went on it. And I was like, I'm having a really good time. I'm really enjoying this. My legs feel good. I'm feeling cool. Like the air is coming in. This is nice. And the song was fun. Mm-hmm. I love seeing all the animatronics. This is a tier two. Like it, it was down. In the, no, it got down in tier. It was down in tier three, and then We're, it got bumped. I into love tier everything two. about this ride. Tier two. I mean, <laughs> but it is. It's like one of those. It's like okay, you have to cut, carve out the time for it. it Good. It's, it's a welcome break yeah. ride, but it's not a, like a ride. Like I don't know. Would I go seek this one out if I didn't have? If I every had time energy? you go, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sorry. first ride tier two, just. Four grown adult men singing the praises of Small World. <laughs> there we go. Big tail. <laughs> now to the boats that we probably should be more high on than Small World. Pirates of the Caribbean. This came out in 1967. It's in New Orleans Square, which I'm confused as to whether that's, you know, Frontierland sure. or Fantasyland. It's, it's New Orleans it's Square. Kind of, kind of both. This but. is a 16-minute ride, a 35 to 40-minute average weight, and I would say the best ride-to-weight efficiency. Granted, I don't like standing so close to everyone that I'm spir- spiraling around. <laughs> yeah. But, but once you get inside the building and you smell that water. People that talk about the water, water smell. It mm-hmm. is it is enchanting. People like candles of the water smell. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea, by the way, that New Orleans was so close to the Caribbean. 
No no idea. Idea. <laughs> right? Huh. Uh, but yes, this is a dark ride. You're on a boat. You're on a boat. And this actually is because It's a Small World was such a big hit mm-hmm. uh, back in 1966, well, 1964 technically, that they said we, they were going to have this be a walkthrough kind of a thing. Yeah. And they said, nope, boats. Boats are what we need now. I don't quite understand boats the, the future. Because you're like in Louisiana and you see people eating to your right and you're like, this is fine. But then you go through this At the portal, Bayou restaurant. right? Yeah. You go through the portal and you're like, I went back in Dead time. Dead men yeah. tell no And it is tale. a fantastic immersive ride. That is a bizarre intro. Yeah. Um, and you're like, this doesn't need to be here. Sure. And then when you go to Walt Disney World and it's not, <gasps> you're like, well, this is lame. Oh, really? It just kind of gets going. <laughs> wow. This uh, is one I would do three times in one day and be happy. And I have. Yeah. See, I, I love this ride it, and it's a tier one for me. Okay. But? But I like you it, think it's a for little me, overhyped? Yeah. It's a little overhyped and I always fall asleep. <laughs> I, I have. Yeah. Because it's so calming, especially when you go through like the caverns and everything. Sure. You're like. Oh, so the she, AC is great. I get you. I have fallen asleep in that section multiple <laughs> times. But you know what wakes you up on that ride, Josh? Every drop? When you, uh, sure, the drops you go through and you're listening to, you know, drink up me hearties, yo-ho, and mm-hmm. all of that. You're having a good time. And then the ride ends. And you just play bumper boats for about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is so irritating. That is very true. My neck after this ride, <laughs> I tell you when it's like, here, we're going to go. Oh, no, I just got hit again. Okay. Oh, we're going forward. And it's all, it's a pirate life for me. Okay. It, Which I, I, I'll say mm. this. And this is just one of the biggest downsides of this ride. It's a small world as you're going through it. The song is catchy and it's fun and you enjoy it. I got really tired of Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for me. Would you rather hear the modern soundtrack the entire way? No, not as much, but it, yeah. it really is like the whole I get you. ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, as I, and it's not like they're singing well. Like It's a small world. It's like there's harmonies and it's all fun and everyone's singing together. This one, it's like you got the one guy stealing really, really deeply bass throw with Ravenscroft. Is singing really deep bass, and the guys behind him are kind of like half singing sometimes. Well, uh, it's funny. I've heard this song more than even Small World in life. So I've yeah, probably yeah. heard this song more than anything else. Do not know any of the words. Because it's meant to be saying drunk. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. This is the last ride whose construction was envisioned and personally overseen by Walt Disney. He actually died three months before it opened. Oh. So he never got to see it realized. But this was the last ride he worked on. And this is one of those weird kind of time warp things, too, where kids, back in the day, this was just a ride about pirates. Mm -hmm. And then they made a movie about it in 2003. And everyone's like, you're making a movie about that ride? Yeah. And then it blew up into a huge franchise. And Well, they only made one movie, but sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. And then the ride is now based on those movies. It's it's a weird kind of circular thing They've walked some of that back. There actually used to be more when uh, there was uh, uh, like a fog that would come and down. Davy Jones. And Davy yeah. Jones it's, and Blackbeard. It's weird that Amber Heard shows up now. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's really, really yeah. strange. Yeah. She just slaps it right but out this of is But <laughs> this is a tier one. Absolute yeah. tier one. One of the best. This Joel? is. This is definitely a tier okay, one. We finally agree on a tier one. This is, this is one that I have to ride. And it's not even like super, like I said, I got kind of annoyed by the sure. song. Yeah. But it's just fun. Every time you go, I enjoy this one. Well, we're on a roll here. Let's uh, head over to the Haunted Mansion. 1969 is when this one came out. So two years after Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. And once again, this was another one where it was going to be a walkthrough kind of attraction. Well, they actually have the three-minute pre-show where you are walking through and then yes. the eight-minute ride. This 
this has a great queue because yeah. you don't know that you're in the queue for the last like they reset you a bunch of <laughs> right. they reset the line in your mind where yeah. you get into a new room you're like oh i'm in a new room right new line right. yeah uh, but then they got these omnimovers these doom buggies as they call them so cool. and these are carts that actually turn you so they can point you anywhere they want to make you see what they want you to see at a certain time which was a revolutionary idea yep. back in 1969 when I was, I think, um, nine years old, maybe 10, maybe 14, who knows. But I was so scared. I was riding this ride with my mom. And uh, I was so scared. You got, She can back this up. In fact, before we started recording, <laughs> she did. What would she call you? Did uh, she call you a pansy? He, uh, he, was, he was such a wuss. Yeah. She said he was such a wuss. I was so afraid of this ride. And my, my family, we were all there. And I had to go because there was not a nice attendant to hold me when I was 14. <laughs> and, and I said, fine, I'll go on it. But I'm closing my eyes the entire time. So I did. Up until the hitchhiking ghost, there's that message where they follow you home. I opened my eyes and I saw in the mirror a ghost in my doom buggy. And I was terrified. Well, Ken, you were only four years old. It's perfectly that's acceptable. Four, four, fourteen, teen. Oh. No, yeah, no. I was probably nine, but I was so afraid of this. But now, every time I go on, I stare at the walls. I look at every single detail because I want to soak it all up. It's fun. I love yeah, this. Yeah. I love looking through the cemetery and being like, I missed that last time. This is new. There's so much going on. Yeah, this is an overload of visual and audio. Yes. Yeah, and, and this is a solid tier one for me. And not for a, a couple reasons, tier one? Not, not a transparent. Uh, this was the first ride that my wife and I rode together oh, cool. on the day that we met. You, so, oh, you did go on a ride together. So we did go on the ride. Cute. And Wait, it, did you did you like touch arms? It, it, yeah. Well, awkwardly because you know we just met like I mean, twenty that's, minutes. Kind of nice though. But but what if the ghost sit in between you? Yeah. Kind of <laughs> well, but. Uh, then this was the first ride that we rode together as husband and wife. Aww. And we discovered the joy of dark rides. So, yeah. <laughs> Aww. That's why I like The Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's a good one for that. You know that Imagineers are like cast members are standing all everywhere it's in the dark. Oh, yeah. Rides, they, right? they, yeah. They, they can see everything. Zach, uh, how do you feel about this one? I love Haunted Mansion. Yeah. It's wonderful. Right. It's, it's bizarre. The story behind it is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the storyline, don't try to follow it because it's nonsensical. It's, it's a little right. bizarre. It, well, it, there, and it's changed over the years. There's too. no three throughput storyline. Right. It's well, just kind of like the, we're going to th- essentially throw everything against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and in the Tokyo one, it's like they don't even they do not do the supernatural thing. So it's yes. like this kind of enchanted objects. With a score from Danny Elfman. Yeah. In that, in that one. Um, don't watch a video it, unless you're never going to go because uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this, by the way, was originally going to be this like run down Louisiana Manor in New Orleans Square. Well, it looks like it from the outside. Yeah. Well, except for Walt didn't want to have the run down thing. He said, no, we're not going to have a run down building in there. So the outside isn't haunted. It doesn't look yeah. haunted. The inside is haunted. He says mm-hmm. rotting from the inside. I don't remember. It was based off of a house in Baltimore, I think, the outside. Oh, I had that. But, but it, it, no, it he, went sat- to, he went to the Winchester Mansion and was inspired by that. But then I think mm. they did really design it after a house over cool. there. Cool. Yeah. The story of the haunted mansion, look into it sometime. Uh, it's quite interesting yeah i've had yeah. the grim good and gross soundtrack on my halloween playlist for a long time i love the music in mm-hmm. this one never get tired of this one mm-hmm. uh sadly <gasps> i've been on the haunted mansion i've seen yeah. it in its entirety but my kids we went there late january which is oh, usually yeah. when they change it they've changed it back by then late january it's back to regular it was still holiday haunted mansion darn it so my kid Ugh. which we love night before christmas in sure my love it and my kids love seeing jack and i love seeing how it had changed because i had never seen that version of it but my kids have not experienced the original Haunted Mansion. That is sad. And so the next time we go, we are definitely hitting this yep. up. This is a tier one. I will go. On, I want I want to go on this ride many, many more times than my wife and kids did. Because I'm like, take me back. I want to go back there. It's a short line. It's 13 minutes. That means it's no minutes. Yep. Let's go. 
and fun fact, the stretching room is actually an elevator that lowers you down. Yeah. We should give a not safe for magic warning on this episode. No oh. spoilers. That's a tier one. <laughs> this is straight up tier of one. Of course it is. We all agree? Yeah. This is my, yep. uh, this is my four-year-old stepdaughter's favorite ride. She's memorized the little speech at the beginning. She loves this, and she asks us every week if we can go back just to ride this ride. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. The, the only downside to this, this whole ride, though, is that overlay during Christmas. I love Nightmare yep. Before Christmas, but uh, come on. Just I, the original. I love it, too, but it does feel like it... They start it in October. It goes from October through January. So it makes sense. It's a Halloween movie. It's it's September. Through January. It goes September through January. (laughs) Which I'm like, if you're going to go during October, you want it to be the Halloween. It's the perfect Halloween ride, and you can't ride it a third of the year. So we all agree it's a little too Christmassy for uh, Halloween? It's a more January ride. It's great Mm. in December. (laughs) because (laughs) Debate on the movie, no debate that the Haunted Mansion holiday is a Christmas ride. However, uh, I hate to be that guy again, but... uh, never changes in Walt Disney World and it has like two or three extra rooms. Oh, what? Just, just saying. Okay. It's, it's actually better there. Now we have Space Mountain. Opened in 1977 and this is in Tomorrowland and it's a roller coaster indoors with the uh, space theme so you can't really yep. see where you're going. It's a three minute ride and a 55 minute average wait time where you're standing in the hot sun <laughs> on cement it is the worst line Man, up until the very you end. You guys gotta go in January. We didn't wait in line hardly at all. What? On this. Oh, all. man. No, this ride was actually improved by the Fast Pass. A okay. lot. Yeah, like, that makes this, sense. Like, you, you either have to do Fast Pass or you have to do Single Rider. Other than that, I'm not waiting the in queue line. is so Well, this is long. one of the unique ones on this list because this is one of the, I think this is the only ride on this list where it started at Walt Disney World. And then came to Disneyland. Really? After okay. That. So it was at Walt Disney World in 1975, and then it came to Disneyland in 1975. Magic Kingdom has two tracks, whereas Disneyland only has one track. And this is in five of the six Disneyland parks. Yeah. Shanghai Disneyland does not want Space Mountain. This is the best ride at Disneyland. And I the, love Space Mountain. This love, is a great love, ride. Love yes. This is a fantastic ride. Mm-hmm. Are you giving it a tier one? Oh, absolutely. I'm giving it a tier one as, as okay. well. I absolutely love this ride. It is one of my favorites. The new score by Michael Giacchino is fantastic as you're going through it. My wife did not like this ride. This is probably one of her least favorite rides. because My wife doesn't either. She couldn't see where it, the track is going, yeah. so she couldn't prepare her body for like where it's going to jerk around. And so by the end, she was like, that was just miserable. Wow. You can see it in her face on the picture. <laughs> yeah, this is a tier two. What? Like this, I, I can mean, see it, Josh. I could see it. It, it, it is a very it's high. It's a dark ride, it's Josh. A, I know, but you, yeah, nothing's happening. <laughs> but it's a tier two, just barely there. Are you worried about your head, like, getting lopped off? Yeah, but see, the thing is, is I have been on the one in Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. It is so much better. I agree. And this well, is just it's are you so side small. By, are you side Stand by for our Walt Disney World snob show. Disneyland? You're side by side. Disney side by World. So is Disney yes, World. Okay. but you're crammed in because there's there's not a lot of space mm-hmm. in the one in Disneyland. So you're crammed into it. Plus, like their weight limits are are more strict than the one in Walt Disney World because I can't tell you how many times. When they weigh you right before they, you know, you turn right. They weigh you? Yes, they weigh the cart. I've turned left. And then they apologize. Audio technical difficulties. Are you serious? What? No, it's true. And you're like, no, it's because we're fat. (laughs) Like, Like, I know what's happening here. They have to put us. really do that? Mm -hmm. Wait, Wait, so you don't get a go? No, you, they'll, they'll put you back, but they, they, they'll kind of rearrange like how you're distributed into it wow. just to make sure that, okay. you know, I guess you don't derail. <laughs> well, that's probably for the best. But right? I mean, yeah, I thank them for that. But uh, yeah, it's just not, I've just haven't had many good experiences on this ride. 
Wow. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. I think I can't, when you it. said that, I had to think about it. This Love may be it. my favorite. Um, shout out to a couple of fun overlays on this ride. Um, when you the, say overlay, you mean when they change the yeah, scenery they a little bit? a little for, bit. So yeah. they've had Ghost Galaxy, which is uh, not aged well. Some PlayStation 2 graphics of sure. uh, ghosts, but it is fun. And the, the music that they play is fun. Oh, um, no, polygons. <laughs> Hyperspace Mountain. That's where they, they do the Star Wars they one, do right? Star Wars. You, there's TIE Fighters. There's John Williams music. You go into oh, hyperspace. that would be fun. It the is, visuals are pretty ghetto, though. Uh, yeah. what I got. The version I went on. It's, yeah. uh, agreed. But there's something about the music. Playing. Yeah, I agree. And then I just have to mention, because I'm being a hipster on this show, I guess, uh, Disneyland Paris. Didn't um, you actually just get after the hipster ride yeah, of Mr. Joe's Wild Ride? I, know. I realized I'm becoming that guy. So the one at uh, Paris, um, so Tomorrowland is more like Jules Verne. It's oh, uh, cool. just called Discovery Land. Yeah. And the Space Mountain there is based on From the Earth to the Moon. So you actually launch out of a rock of a, of a rocket That's or fun. a cannon, rather. You launch Man. from the cannon and it's all steampunky. Now I'm mad at my family. We went to we went to Paris. They wanted to go to the Louvre. The Louvre. <laughs> I'm like, no, we should go to Disneyland because it's <laughs> also cheaper. Yes. Than the Louvre? Well, thirty-six bucks for a park pass at at Disneyland. Wow, thirty-six bucks people to go. Uh huh. It's in a rough part of town. It's not that popular. Really? Yeah, but it's great. Wow. Okay. Next time I see that on flights from home, I'm getting it. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Now we have a big Thunder Mountain Railroad, the wildest ride in the wilderness. Now, if you would have asked me, hey Joel, was this at Disneyland when you went as a kid? I'd say no. This is a brand new ride. Really. Hey, do you have to no say the southern voice? Brand new, brand ride. new ride. Brand I had new no ride. concept of this. It was built in 1979, before I was born. Yeah. And this is a, um, a mine train roller coaster. Yeah. You're it's on a railroad uh, flying through the thing. Three minute ride, 40 minute wait. Uh, the last three rows are the best place to be. Uh, this one you also have to How pick come? a side because then you get the, the whole thrill the of going down the hill. Uh. Yeah, you get the whip. Yeah, uh, well, and this, most roller coasters are best experience in the last. Couple I actually think this one could be good at night. I've only ever gone on it during the day, and I think it's oh, great. Oh no, it's, uh, phenomenal. it's absolutely wonderful at night. Is it? <laughs> uh-huh. It is so good. It is probably be, probably better because I feel like I'm going through the canyons during the day, and it's it's nice. Yeah. And there's a cool breeze and everything, um, but at night it's that at much night better. It's fun. Can't, Especially ride, when you go up the, the the hill with the dynamite and everything, yeah. that looks which real is cool new. At night. Okay, uh, this ride is good all the time. Yeah, I but agree. But it is yeah. really fun at night. This is straight up tier one. Yeah, absolutely. You're agreeing as well? Oh, for sure. This is oh, yeah, I think this is honestly my wife's favorite ride. Also, you have to make sure that you do the goat trick. If you what's want a the, great wait, experience. Goat trick? So, okay, so you get into the one of the last three rows, <laughs> right? Because you want to get the the those G forces working for you. Okay. But when you goat go up forces. on the second <laughs> goat on the second uh what chain hill or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see that goat with the dynamite in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You stare at that goat, okay. right? And you keep your eyes on it Sounds as like you go down. And you 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 look at it as long as you can until you can't see it anymore. And it says your name, and those the G forces <laughs> will impact you uh, more more intensely, and you feel it. What? Yeah, sounds All like right. a placebo. Yes, I, I did find this. Uh, by the way, if you have a kidney stone, ride Thunder Mountain Railroad. What? There was a what? scientific study done in 2016 where nearly 70 percent of time after people rode this ride, they passed their kidney stone. I could have used that in 2014, man. 
This, what? this is an honestly, it's a legitimate scientific study H- where they. H- honey, it. I have to go to Disneyland. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm bringing a diaper. Um, yeah, yeah. But this, and that, did you guys know the whole backstory to this ride? I had no idea. I was like, oh, it's yeah. a railroad. Right. Thing. But there's like a whole thing about, you know, this mining town that was thriving and then they were cursed and then bad stuff happened. Yeah, and it's now magic. The, the locomotive is, is run by a ghost crew. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, it runs by itself. It's elaborate. Like, it's, it, yeah, way more elaborate than it needs yeah. to be. <laughs> This is the one that my kids wanted to go on the most yeah. while we were at Disneyland, and I thoroughly enjoyed it each time we went. This is a tier one. I highly enjoyed it. Love it. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, what ages of the kids liked it? All of, All them. of them. All of them. All of them loved yeah, it. This was, so shockingly, my, uh, yeah, my seven-year-old loved it. Yeah. This is, we went on, I think this, we went on this one three times Awesome. We were there. Right. We've had some big fun, you know, a lot of tier ones have been thrown out. Classics, of course. Let's go to Pinocchio's Daring Journey. <laughs> Which, once again, Pinocchio came out in 1940, and this one came out, this ride came out in 1983 when they completely revamped It seems like it was built in 1955, based on the production design. You think so? Yeah, it's pretty low-key, I think. Uh, It's a three-minute ride, 20-minute wait. Josh, how do you feel about this one? Oh, man. Uh, Gosh, if you listen to the other show, you know I have some pretty, like, strong feelings about Pinocchio in general. Mm -hmm. It's a creepy story, man. It is. It's weird. Like, when when you think about it, like... There's this creepy old man, Geppetto, Tom and Hanks. to make it, to, yeah, to make it worse, Tom Hanks, <laughs> and he's making wooden boys that he wishes to be real boys. I'm like, okay, how creepy? It's how a much creepier? Father who be? misses his son, <laughs> who he made out of wood. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Pinocchio. Uh, like, this is a. Do we have a tier four on this? Because. <laughs> I definitely would put it there. It is it is my least favorite ride in all of Disneyland. Wow. Um, yeah. Tier three. I don't like it at all. Tier three. Wow. I guess one of tier two because it was another one like, oh, that was a fun little fantasy ride. Although it bugged me at the end. I didn't see Pinocchio turn into a real boy. Nope. He was still a nope. wooden puppet sitting on the bed. And I Just was like, like the remake. That's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's an absolute tier three. This is, this is Snow White without the cool effects. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing charming about It's nearly worthless. One. Yeah. I don't know why they waited 43 years to put this in the park. Wasted space. Ouch. Because it's a bad story. Ouch. I'd rather it be another restaurant. Ouch. Yeah. I want some uh, uh, pulled pork on macaroni and cheese. Ouch. Mm. Put a restaurant there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now we have Star Tours. The adventures continue. Not to be confused with Star Tours, which came out in 1987. This is the one that the the adventure continues, which was revamped in 2011. This is a seven-minute ride and uh, 35-minute average wait time. Now, this was one, I mean, this is in Tomorrowland, and mm-hmm. this is one of the ones I really remember when I was a kid. Like, because yeah. you get into this little cart that doesn't move, but it feels like you're moving. And yep. there were Star Wars characters around, and we fell down a shaft, and we went to light speed, and it was amazing. I love the creation of this ride because it's a military grade flight simulator, mm-hmm. and you had one of the programmers, so they have the video and everything. You're in the original, you're flying to Endor, and they're, they're using a joystick. To careen and go through these to program it, yeah, it's so awesome, and it does feel cool. Even though the the magic, the illusion's been ruined for us, it does feel cool. It does. And now there's so many different journeys you can go on. Sequel series. Well, even that, (laughs) right? The visuals still feel like a fun ride. I do. I I think they do. No, honestly, like I remember riding this the first time Mm -hmm. in the late '80s, you know, and and little Josh hated it. Why? Absolutely hated it because it, it felt no different than like putting a Star Wars movie on in the little like like Alpine slide simulator at the 49th Street Gallery. Oh, I wow. remember. Like, Local references, and, seriously. 
and honestly, like it just it, it hasn't gotten better. And and I think Disneyland kind of doubled down on like, yeah, it's not that good of a ride when they did Smuggler's Run over in Galaxy's Edge. That's the problem is with Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance. This feels like a piece of a it's like a part of the whole ride. But in the other rides, you get more out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I still think it's amazing what they're able to do. This was supposed to be, by the way, the black hole. It came yeah. out in 1979. That's why it feels like a Star Wars skin. It was supposed to be like a black hole thing, but then yeah. the black hole underperformed at the box office. They're like, uh. So it became the first attraction based originally on a non-Disney intellectual property. Yep. Because hmm. they were like, oh, Star Wars is popular. Like, we'll, own, we'll own it someday. Tier yeah. two. They did. Tier two, Kent. Yeah. Tier three. Ouch. Uh, by the way, Boba Fett originally destroyed the uh, Star Tours. When they when they were shutting it down to revamp it, he put like a thermal detonator on and blew it up. Uh, but you can still go on and after, apparently. But now it has yeah. all uh, nine films. Nine films? There's nine Star there's, Wars there's films? There's only six. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. There's some cool scenes. Uh is a fun scene. But there are 21 random segments of the film. And they play in different uh, yeah, which is places. cool. Yeah, so there really are seven hundred different possible ride experiences. Really, really bugs me when they cross like generations. It's like, does it? They, oh, the nerd yeah, you. They try not to. Bad. They try not to. They try to keep it within the. I thing. was like, we you know we were um, doing the the thing at the end when you're in the Naboo Starfighters of yeah. Episode One, uh-huh. and then suddenly we were at the random rainy planet in Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, oh, this is bad. They both this. probably existed at the same ah. time. Uh, and I love how they also in nowadays they take a picture of while you while you're sitting there and then they say this is the rebel spy and it's someone in your group my mm-hmm. daughter was at once you better believe I she turned was her the in. spy yeah I turned her in quick oh, awesome. good. Good. yeah what'd you give it tier one huh. I yeah. thought this one was this one was blew my mind as a kid that I'm like we're not moving but we are moving and how they make me feel like I was going to light speed I still enjoy it I still enjoy it it makes me sick and I don't think any of the theming feels like Star Wars it feels like generic robot space you're not wrong. And it's too clean and sterile of an environment. Um, I've, I've always been a little disappointed by this ride. Uh, as much as, you know, I, I like Star Wars. I like a lot of the scenes. I do think it's fun, but I, I find myself getting a little bit sick. So I'll put it right in the middle, tier two. Now we have Splash Mountain. Once again, I thought this was way older than it was because this one was released in 1989. And this is in Frontier, Frontierland. And it's a log flume that you go uh, through the, the Song of the South story with Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, and Br'er Fox. I and you go on a big hill. remember you. It's a nine-minute ride, a 55-minute wait. But. Now, this one was created kind of out of necessity because uh, Bear Country Land was not going well. Mm-hmm. No one really cared to go there. And so they decided to design this Zip, Zippity River Run is what it was going to be called. But then Michael Eisner, the CEO of Disney at the time, said, hey, we want to promote our movie that's coming out here in 1984 called Splash. So we're going to call this Splash Tom Mountain. Tom Hanks again, man. Tom Hanks. <laughs> so little mermaid movie inspired Splash Mountain, <laughs> which is bizarre. I'm always surprised by how many drops there are in this ride and how wet I actually get. Man, that first one. Yeah. The first one oh. gets me more wet than the big one. Yeah. Uh, or it has the kind of times I've gone. This was also one where they were trying to build it and it went way over budget. And they said, what are we going to do? And they said, well, you know what? No one really likes America Sings, which was an attraction with animated animals. We're going to shut that down and just bring all those characters over here and reprogram them, which took like 80 hours per character. Wow. Took forever. But and then to celebrate the opening, guys, they made an Ernest movie, a television special. Ernest goes to Splash Mountain. I remember that. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and uh, but then this became one of the most popular rides at Disneyland. Because it's essential. It is. This is a must ride. This is yeah. an absolutely must ride. Uh, during the day, never at night, by the way, because you're never going to dry off at night. No. Uh, no. It's fun. It's fun. 
You know what wet socks if, or undies? If you don't, if you do what not care. What are you care, writing in? <laughs> oh, last time <laughs> don't I Don't strip down when you get in the, the log. Head to toe. Head to toe. See, I can, I, uh, you know, I'm okay. Like, if I get wet, like, shirt, pants, or whatever, I'm fine. Yeah. It's the socks, right? It's the worst. Which is easy. Just bring some bring flip-flops with you. Or bring a, uh, different socks. It just because you're going on this ride. Change your socks. Yeah. yeah. But this is a tier one. Oh, absolutely. This is a yeah. tier one. Like the my, my the kids, line is the worst, obviously. My, well, I was going to say we used the fast pass and got through it, and mm-hmm. then we went during like times when it was lower. But we went uh, one time, and my daughter freaked out. My two, my two youngest, they freaked out because they got wet on the ride, and they did not want to go on it again. Yeah. And then we went the second time; they did not want to go again. So we said, okay, one of them went, and one of them decided not to go, and then that one cried because she didn't get to go on of the ride. So yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I am sad that they are changing the ride. To Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Because I really do like the... I love the Bear Rabbit, Bear Bear, and Bear Fox stories as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the way they put that in the ride and the song and zippity doo and, and it's, it's all so much fun. Gary going up the hill. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. love all that stuff. There will be no song that'll be like, pretty good, show us your bum. Uh, pretty good, sure as you're born. <laughs> I don't think pretty that's right. Pretty good, sure as you're born. Show us your bum. Actually, pretty good, island in the sun. <laughs> Inside jokes of Vegas. A good revamp would have been Emperor's New Groove. And you get up to the top and it says... Pull the lever, Kronk. And then you go down and you're wrong lever. Well, they should have called you. Should have. Call me Disney. I think a a revamp with Country Bears would have been great. No. Stop it. (laughs) Go back to its roots. Oh, yeah. No, go back to its roots. But honestly, again, like just like you two, tier one. Uh, I have so many great memories. I for me, I love when we go as a family and everybody's like, don't have Josh sit in the front. Don't you know? Because I am oh. the I am the biggest one in our in our family. But every time I end up somehow getting into the front because it is a better experience. Yeah, and you get soaked totally. and it's fun. Uh, I've had so many great experiences on this. And this is the iconic Disneyland picture. Like it's that the the ride takes a picture of you as you go down the just where you go down the hill. And you get that classic log going down and everyone freaking out picture. I've seen your guys. That's it's quite funny. It's one you need to go on when you yeah. go to Disneyland. I hope I hope it stays that way. I think it will. I'm I'm very hopeful. I I love Princess and the Frog. So uh, it's it's a good ride, and I'm looking forward to seeing Doctor Facilia in it. Yeah. But it's just not going to be the same. Zach, no. you've been pretty quiet on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew it. I don't like this ride. Oh, I'm sorry. It. Are you having fun on Casey Jr. train? <laughs> I don't like this ride. <laughs> don't want to go on Splash Mountain. I don't like getting you wet. You can sing on this one, Zach. Ultimately, I don't like getting wet. Yeah, I get um, that. Uh, the drop It's because your hair is so nice, yeah, right? The, the drop is... <laughs> <laughs> I, what, am I going to get my ears wet? No. I, You're not an ears guy. You told me that. I know. The drop is fun. Yeah. But I, I really like the laughing place scene right after. Um, I think a lot of it, that gets forgotten. I think mm-hmm. that's a really wholesome and heartwarming moment. It's good. Ultimately, as consistent with a lot of my scoring, this is an icon. And so, I mean, it deserves something. For me, this is an, I don't ride this ride. I've been on it a couple times. Wow. I I really don't like going on it. It is never in my plans. I'm not sad to see it go, (gasps) but it is an icon. I'll give it a tier two. Okay. How dare you? Wow. That was a shoe in for a tier one agreement. No, overrated. Zach, you're off the show. I was going to say, Josh, you're on the show. Oh, All right. Great, great. <laughs> now, this is, this, is, this is a fun one. Remember, we're going chronologically here. Gadget's Go Coaster. Oh, it's not shut down? Which came out in 1993. Oh, no, it actually is. I was going to say it's uh, being reimagined right now. and will be reimagined as Chippendale's Gadget Coaster, 
which is totally different from Gadget's Go Coaster. Um, yeah. What I didn't realize is uh, this is uh, like I got on the ride. Um, and I actually wrote this during one of the um, Halloween parties. Yeah. Because oh. I was like, I've never been on this and there's zero weight. So let's go for it. I didn't realize it wasn't Inspector Gadget. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, from no, Chippendales. From Chippendales. Yeah. Gadget's super hot. It, uh, yeah. Can well, I say that? No. No. She's <laughs> super hot. Come on. Uh, anyway, this is a junior <laughs> roller coaster. Speaking of things, uh, a junior roller coaster. And Ken, you want to give the time for this one? Time me on me saying tier three. Oh, it's over because this is a one minute ride. Maybe 47 40, seconds. 40, 44 seconds is what it says. Shortest attraction is Disneyland. It is sad. I watched a video of this being yeah. like, okay, because here, T-Rex. I didn't go on this one because yeah. Toontown was closed. Right. And I watched the video and I honestly, one of those, oh, it's over. And yep. I wasn't even riding the ride. I didn't wait in line. I just turned up a YouTube video. This makes Puff the Magic Dragon at Lagoon seem like a luxury experience. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> tier three all around? Yeah. Except yeah. for tier X for you, Joel. Tier X for me. Yep. Tier three. All right. Now, staying in uh, Toontown, because it's recently opened on our timeline, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Uh, I already said Toontown was closed while I was there, and I, I pulled my, my, my brother's and be like, did we go on this one? And them had a real clear memory of it. Yeah. So I have to give this one a T-Rex as well. This yeah. one, by the way, opened in 1994. It's in Toontown. And it's a dark ride based on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which came out in 1988. It's zany. There's a lot of neon going it's on. Pretty it's pretty like Batman Forever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really have any nostalgic. T- I like the movie Roger Rabbit. But with this ride, I don't have nostalgic ties. So it's a tier three as well. Yeah. I've only done it twice. Right. And honestly, it's just it's kind of annoying to, to ride. Plus, the, the way that they came up with this ride, I don't know if you heard this, but they, they essentially took a teacup and they put it on one of the, the ride vehicles, a Pinocchio. And said, that's a ride. And bam. Oh. So it's, it's, it's nothing high tech or sure. anything like that. And it's just, I'm surprised that it's still around because because well, for now. Mickey, Mickey's Toontown should just go away. But that's a, that's a discussion for another day or, or for another show. Right. So Zach, what do you think? I don't like it. Yeah. No, I, this is a skip for me. Yeah, totally. Um, I actually think all of Toontown is a skip. Wow. Thank really? you. I don't like it at all. My girls no. liked going into the houses, like Mickey and Minnie's sure. house, but yeah. that's about I it. I love pretending yeah. like I got my head crushed by a safe. I got a picture of that. Yeah, it's all, it's all good yeah. and well. I, like I said, I went to the park for the first time when I was 22, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm 20 years too old for this place. Right. Um, it's it definitely skews younger. It definitely skews younger. I'm hoping some of the updates and changes might be good, but I mean, just everything down to the art style itself is from an era of Disney I don't care for. Right. Cartoon era? Well, it's just the, the way that the cartoons are drawn feels distinctly like, what, mid-80s, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like that era so much of the cartoons themselves. Now, if they were like, yeah, we're going to make the whole thing black and white, and we're going to go like... That'd be cool. Well, really Mickey's cool Runaway with, Railway, which just opened. You're yeah. excited to go to that? Yes. See, that that sounds interesting to me. And finally, for this round of the show, we have Indiana Jones Adventure. This came out in March of 1995. It's in Adventureland, and it's an enhanced motion vehicle dark ride based on the Indiana Jones film series. This is nearly 11 minutes long and a 50-minute wait time. But the line, everybody... Ugh. The mo- hey, hey, whoa, 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 oh. whoa. The most immersive line. Oh, okay. Probably at the that, park. Uh, well, this is the the start of the immersive lines. Yeah. And uh, Disney has since gone back and either continued to do this, uh, done it better, or, or even uh, in some cases, updated rides to just change the queue. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, that thing we did on Indiana Jones, out of necessity, that was pretty good. What's your beef? But when this opened, it took you like three days just to get to, this, to the ride sure. itself. Yeah. And it... 
it feels like forever because it is because you're you're essentially going under the railroad to get to the the show building. Yeah, it's not worth that wait. Again, this ride experience. You don't like puffs of air going past your it, past your ears. It was enhanced by yeah. the fast pass. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And this so. is one where you have three different three different uh, rides you can go on as well. Like as you get in there, it's like three different tracks or experiences yeah, you can do, and each one will like wreck up your back i mean that's like, true it's really rickety ooh. but it's cool you look over the side of the jeep and you can like see into a chasm i think it, like, the whole thing feels cool you feel the heat in this one joel did you like this one funny you should ask hmm. when the last time i went to disneyland before this year yeah i was you know like i said 14 or 15 years old somewhere around there and this ride was being built <laughs> oh wow that sure dates you yeah and then i was so excited because i was like here we go I'm going to go to Disneyland again with my kids. I'm finally going to go on this ride that I never got to go on when I was a teenager. And it's closed. Yeah. It was yeah. closed. I didn't get to go on it again. I missed the opportunity. So I've never been on this ride. It's we'll a go. tier X from me. We'll go. When is it going to open again? I don't know. Uh, they're, they're doing some major refurb to it. So I think they're adding elements of Thank yeah. to it. Thank goodness. This <laughs> because it hurts you? This is an old and busted ride. Uh-huh. I think it was old and busted. It's it's almost as old as you are, and it's not like its body doesn't work just like mine. Like it's <laughs> it's. I feel like this thing has fallen apart over the years because Wait, I think about it the is, ride still. Yeah, both. <laughs> um, I think the, the, this particular attraction is is so technical that there's a lot that can go wrong, yeah. and it does. And it's, mm-hmm. it's subtle things. There's another ride in California Adventures that's the same way because there's a lot going on. A lot of little things fail on this mm-hmm. ride and and you just it starts to add up and mm-hmm. you start to feel it i felt like the ride vehicle uh its movements have changed uh it's just not as exhilarating as it might have used to be uh so i, I don't really care for this i don't need to ride it but it is a master class in in theming yeah and for that it must be respected uh the music's great obviously the i, I love indiana jones the and boulder so effect is I, great the boulder effect is amazing so i still like being there i i just every time i get off and go Overrated. Uh, tier two. Tier one. Uh, hmm. It's a tier one for me. Uh, tier one for me. Yeah. What? You don't no. seem very high. Yeah, on you, it. No, you really no, didn't. No, it, it, it is a it is very low tier one, but I the theming itself yeah. and just how I enjoyed it as a kid because it still kind of scared me. Sure. It does feel jerkier, probably because I'm in my forties now. Right. And my back goes out and you know, doing whatever. But I, I I love it. I love yeah. it when it works. When they've, it works. They've done some some scene updates over the years and some some little things here and there. I look forward to hopefully some some full repairs on this ride, a little bit of an update. I, I really do think it is a staple. It shouldn't go anywhere. But no. it's just not my favorite. Well, there's only like two rides in Adventureland anyway. We might as well have this right. one, right? Yeah. But I, I also look forward to riding this one. Right. We'll you go. should. Well, I also have a little bit of beef because I lost my cell phone on this ride. Oh, oh, yeah. and was it in the pouch or is it in your pocket? It fell out of my pocket. Ooh, that's, that's my bad. Yeah, um, this ride really does whip you around, right? But it uh, it was actually kind of fun. I, I recovered my phone, but it was it did a lot of like tracking and calling and reporting to Lost and Found, and they had to sweep the the track. So it took like a day. Um, but I, I lost it on the last day of a three day um, visit, and like. The next day I was leaving. Yeah. And so it was really like pressuring, you know, hey, can we find my phone, please? Can we go get it? Whatever. And so I called it um, in the middle of the night and like a service uh, cast member picked it up. Hello. It's like, oh, they don't talk to people normally. Hey, this is my phone. I lost it. It's at lost and found. Click. 
Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> He's like, but I got it back. I got my phone back. Sounds good. And with that, we are done. There it is. A beefy yes. day. I was going to say yes. Yeah. Woo, it's all, it, I was going to say it's all the classic rides. Near I guess two hours of classic Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, what do we agree on, by the way, Zach? Let's look at it. All right. We have unanimous agreement uh, five times. That's it. For good and bad. That's not, that's, that's not bad. Okay, let's talk about the bad first and get get that out of the way. Well, Autopia, we all yeah. gave a tier three. Yeah, fair. It's the mm-hmm. lowest scoring on our list. Um, for some reason, Joel kind of likes Pinocchio. Otherwise, that would have been sure. Yeah, the like, grades are well. fine. They're simple. Now, uh, the most mid apparently is Jungle Cruise. We all gave it a tier two. I love it, but you, but know, you gave it sure. a tier two. <laughs> I feel I feel you can't bad sit there and say that. I love it. I regret my list. I'll be honest, but it's fine. We have a unanimous agreement on three. Tier one rides. Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and Big Thunder okay. Mountain Railroad. Who killed space? Josh. I, I did. Oh. And I killed Splash. Mm. But I'll be honest. You guys hate the mountains. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I think our top three are the top three. I love them. Oh, yeah. Well, and let us know if you agree with that on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We want to hear your ratings of these Disney rides as well. Uh, once again, we're only doing like those 24 until about Indiana Jones. Anything built after that? Don't count it yet. We're saving that for another time. But Josh, we want to thank you for being here with us today. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate your your enthusiasm for Disney. Oh, and thank your, you. Your knowledge. Is there anything you'd like to plug here at the end of the show? Well, uh, my other show, the other show, indeed, uh, that I do uh, with my uh, my friends Spencer and uh, Kenny. Okay. And then also the party in the back with which I do with my my friend Coach Blue. So make sure to go check those out, and then you can also uh, hit me up on the socials at Joshua Walla. So cool, love it. Well, thank, thank you, you again. Here. Thank you. But before we go, we want to thank some patrons in a few categories, including the I Am The Listener tier, which has Ryan and Marley, Lady Terry A. Finley, Alicia Bass, Braden Winterton, Jennifer Kilkowski, Scott Sprague, Adam and Rachel Crump, Sir and Madam Hicks, Rocky and Steph, Shannon West, Andrew Dancing Through the Fire, Casey Cummings, Juice the Cooler King Swallow, Dave Kelly, Angela Plotz, Debbie Foster, and Briggs is Hot. Thank you for being in the I Am The Listener tier. Yeah. And we also want to thank our Bacon Council. We've got Nicole D. Kale, the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Glow Clan Daniel, Johnny English the Brick, the other Josh. hey Hey! And Beaker. Thank you, patrons. You are the pirates to our Caribbean. Caribbean? You are a splash to our mountain? Nope. You are the big thunder to our mountain railroad. Sure. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quick Wits. They perform at the Midvelt Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quick Wits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page or visit at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. And while you're doing that, visit tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale where you can get yourself some merch. Please be a billboard of Bacon Sale. We would love that. And if you like the show, you like what's going on, and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get all sorts of benefits, including access to behind-the-scenes content. I'm sure Joe will post his notes to something soon. Mm-hmm. I don't this know one. what's going yeah. on. This one. There this we one go. Josh has 10 pages. Patreon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, we, should, we should put those there. Yeah. He's probably pa- got better notes than I do. Patreon.com slash sale. So until next time, hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate.
you do pay enough, you can marry one of the cast members There's, who's yeah. dressed as a Disney princess. What Wait, tier what? of Fast yeah. Pass is that? <laughs> Which princess? Uh, <laughs> any of them. What, really? Yeah, Ken, have you not taken advantage of the Flynn Rider pass? What? And Let's rides. talk like this the whole time. No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was Donald Duck spitting out Listerine. <laughs> it's not an attraction. Hey, ooh, I was attracted to it. Someone. So California Adventures and Afterthought on the show, too. <laughs> Tomorrowland, where you can drive a car. Stereotypes of the world. That's a sad tiger. <laughs> we don't like, oh, look, tiny quarters. Those are this called is... dimes, Zach. Why don't you do yours? Because, because you're good? making fun of yours. <laughs> <laughs> mean. Chill. I like Disneyland, because this ride is only at Disneyland. You probably don't ride it or know what it is. <laughs> I like it. You can fly. You're like, yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Think of that. I'm pooping snakes. Don't you don't you start talking yeah, about Little Mermaid? Let's, let's leave it. Just stop your mouth right now. Time. You I'm just saying. Shut your mouth, Josh. We're not good. even past opening day. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yes, asthma. Are you wearing fun. ears at the time? No, I don't do ears. I've, my hair's too good. Done. <laughs> just four grown adult men singing the praises of Small World. <laughs> I always fall asleep. And we discovered the joy of dark rides. That's Honey, I have to go to Disneyland. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Pretty good. Show us your bum. Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. Oh, crap. This is going to the end. <laughs>